To Is the Hooker Ripping? You already know. You already Your favorite, favorite podcast. podcast. Laura, hit us with that vocals real quick. <laughs> oh my god. some auto tune when it's ready. <laughs> Yo, who, who invited Mariah Carey? <laughs> Current uh, or, or uh, past Mary Carey? <laughs> I feel like we're off. All right, let's get it going. All right, we're back. We're live. Here we Yo, go. We back, we back, we back, folks. Episode 9. Let's get wow. it. Wait, nine? Episode nine? nine? Mm-hmm. Wow. wow, that's yeah. crazy. We're that's already crazy. there. Still no sponsors. What the fuck's good, Anchor? Like, <laughs> you promised me sponsors, nothing. First of all, they're trying it's to they're, they're trying to get a sponsorship for uh, Alfalfa and Three Kings, and that's why they're not giving it to us just yet. They all need right. to secure right. that sponsorship. We have a contract going. Yeah, Carla is my sponsor. <laughs> yeah, hurry up. <laughs> oh, she keeps me clean. Uh, <laughs> as you guys can tell, we have a new special guest and slash audio engineer and slash producer slash editor just for this episode just taking all the work off my back which i really appreciate it is chubby yeah that is the weakest yeah, introducing right? sorry all right and we got a special guest Lauren. santiago Santiago Chavi, I'm, I'm dead. Chavi. <laughs> None of this is gonna be able. To yeah, do. I'm dead. All right, all right. Fast forward. Boom. All right, so it's it's Chavi. It's our guest. It's our third, fourth guest. Fourth. Fourth. Technically fourth, fourth, fourth guest. Yes, that's Already. right. Wow. Yeah. So he's co-hosting today. And yep. I just want to give a shout out to the folks who survived the last podcast. Appreciate yes. y'all. Yes. It was a wild Thank one. Thank you so yes, much. Yes, I listened to one. it myself, and I was like, oh my goodness. You actually listen to an episode? The yeah. whole episode? What do you mean? Oh. I listen to every. Well, I'm after... proud of you. Well, first of all, like the first couple, like four or five episodes, then I listened to it when they came out. <laughs> but then again, like after like the seventh, then I started listening to it, and then now I'm enjoying listening to our podcast. Yeah, they're good. So yeah, of course it's good. All cool. right, so let's get into our weekend update. All right, um, I'll go first. I didn't really do too much. I had a nice chill weekend after going out and getting super blasted in Georgia the weekend before. So I just chilled at home and I played video games all sounds weekend. Sounds eventful. Hey, I love that. Wasn't, and that's, that's what I love. That sounds <laughs> so phenomenal. I, I, I'm envious. Yeah. What did you do? Was it start with a W? I literally worked. I, I, I swear <laughs> to God. I swear it. to God. I swear to God. This weekend, I went out to work mm-hmm. Friday night, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Then I went out to work Saturday night, unfortunately. And then Sunday, I worked early in the morning, so I don't have to work at night. Guess who had to go work at night on Sunday? <laughs> this fucking you? dumbass. Yeah. Nice. nice. So, yeah, my job ruined my whole weekend. Nice. So, yeah, I worked this weekend. You're looking a little colorful today. <laughs> Your hair. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's right. I dyed my For hair. For everyone who can't see, he looked at his arm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I got tan. Yeah, I was figuring that's what you're referring to the tan. I, you know what I mean? Like, top of my head, and I'm not going to be looking at it. Like, yes, I went back to platinum. Plug me in, yeah. plug me in. Yo, all right, I'm going to plug I'm gonna plug uh, Laura Patricia. Uh, color. You got color. Color. Yeah, Laura Patricia Color. On IG. IG. Yeah. IG. Make sure, make sure you go follow her because she does phenomenal work. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. I'm talking about phenomenal. Grade A for Leeming Young. <laughs> Top of the line wow. type of work. I don't think that's a thing. I don't see. I, I I threw the Fellini Young in there. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> she's a pescatarian. Well, <laughs> yes, she's a pescatarian. So, yeah, no, so right. actually, actually, you are like this. Like your work. You know what? 
She's Nam. like the filet of fish. Filet of fish. Oh, she's, she, she, she's the gefilte fish. Gefilte fish. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I'll take it. It's, it's a, it's, it's a uh, high... Cancel alert. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying it's a, like, it's like a high, like, high-end plate in, like, Japan and, like, China. Nope. Yeah, yeah, well, nope. No. No. Well, like, no. I'm being serious. No, my it's, weekend it's was... Jewish. My weekend was uneventful. <laughs> it's a Jewish dish. No, it's not. Yes, it fish? Yes. <laughs> All right, my apologies. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go fill the fish. <laughs> like I said, cancel there. Cancel. I'm already canceled. All right, my... Shit. So please explain, elaborate on your weekend. My weekend was um, very uneventful. I didn't do anything. Um, but I want to thank you, Jordan, for making sure... <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I want to thank you for providing us with a Friendsgiving because oh, yeah. no one was going to have one, so we yeah. have one tomorrow. We're having Friendsgiving tomorrow. It's super last minute. Um, the menu is looking it's, a little sad. Uh, it's subpar. Yeah, it's looking yo, a little sad. Yo, no, I'm, bringing, I'm bringing something fire that my mother made. All right, let's see. Let's go off the <laughs> oh list. Ready? Fire. Bringing... Nobody wants, but all right. It's <laughs> not pastelitos, my guys. Relax. Pastelitos. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. We're yeah. good, we're good. All right, so we got uh, that. Ham. Yep. We My have friend Shane's mash. making the ham. Mash. Mark's mom's making the mash. What else? Uh, like something else. Gravy. Oh, gravy. <laughs> yeah. Ham and gravy? Wait, wait, No, mashed wait, potatoes wait. and gravy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, hold on. You said my mom's making patelitos, yeah. Mark's mom's making mashed potatoes, and who else? Shane's Shane. making the ham. Oh, Shane's making the ham? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so look at that. Look at if, you, if you see him, you'll be like, he's a dad. He can handle a grill. Like, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. ham should come yeah. from him. <laughs> yeah. The hands yes. that this man has yes, can he, handle a ham. Let's just say if you pull up to his house and he's behind the grill, you're going to enjoy your day there. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else are you having? Maybe not Laura. Uh, making rice and beans. You're making rice and beans? Yeah. Nice. Like red beans? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, wait, is your mom making it or you're making it? My mom cannot make rice at all. <laughs> beans? She cannot do that. She'll burn the beans. Okay. That's so my it's mom not your making that's it? My mom struggles microwaving things, so not uh, exactly. You know what the, the key is to cooking? Just pay attention. Yeah, my mom can't do that. She almost burned the house down several times. Like, no joke. She burned Halloween candy one day. Because we, like, she hid it in a giant bowl from, like, my siblings and then forgot it was in there, preheated the oven, no. melted everything. It, like, black, just seeping through the grate. Yeah, ruined the whole house for, like, a week because it smelled like plastic and candy burning. Holy shit. Okay, yeah, so, that's awesome. rice and, I didn't know you were going to make rice and beans. That's yeah. awesome. Um, I'm bringing a charcuterie board. A, a coochie board? It's a coochie board. To be honest with you, when she said I that, I I'm thought not familiar Ouija with coochie boards. I'm, I'm over here thinking like, what? We're not trying to tap into a. Uh... Yeah. He goes, you're bringing the Ouija the board. The Ouija board. <laughs> this is not Halloween no more. Thanksgiving. And then um. A charcuterie board. Yes, a charcuterie okay. board. And then I'm bringing drinks. What type of meats. Oh, okay. So I got. Board. Okay. <clears throat> Even though I'm not a meat eater, I'm bringing um. Prosciutto. Nice. Ooh, I like prosciutto. Nice. I like that. Pepperoni. Classic. Yeah, Can't go wrong. Okay. All right. Yeah. What do you mean, a little pepperoni? Yeah. It's okay. It's pepperoni. Right. I'm not. I'm all for the pepperoni. Big, I can eat a I'm whole bag. I'm not a big pepperoni. Yeah, I'm not a whole bag pepperoni. of pepperoni. Them. Do you like peppers? Green peppers or red peppers? Peppers. Cooked or not cooked? However you prefer. If it's cooked, I'll eat them. You want to eat them raw? No, I don't eat them raw. So do you like cooked pepperoni? No, because it's so greasy. So you like it's it. not greasy. The pepperoni's not greasy. Not the one. It's that gonna I... be raw. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not. I, I'll try it. It's like I'll cured me. It. It's cured me. Um, I'll try, I'll try. Oh, I got um, smoked salmon. Nice. Raw smoked salmon. That elevates it. That yeah. elevates okay, okay, right okay, there. okay. It's actually for before, me. So before, if you guys fucking yeah, take more than one piece, I'm gonna cut you I'm guys. I'm telling off. you, that's gonna be like the hot, like top, like thing of the it, night. And it's it gonna is. just go. It is. And you're gonna have one thing. You're like, what the fuck? I think it's gonna be the one thing that like only she gets, and then no one else touches because everyone's so familiar and comfortable with cheese and ham. That's true. They're gonna see the raw fish. And they'd be like, think so? Do I really want raw fish with my crackers? What else did I get? You might be yeah. lucky. You might look out. Wow. <clears throat> the shrimp. I mean, the shrimp. Um, the meats. I think that was it for the meats. So what and are then we I doing got with cheeses? Four, four different sizes. I got um, mozzarella. Nice. Classic. I got um, Swiss. Okay. I got um, the semi uh, soft one. I it. Brie. I got brie, but okay. I got another one um, that's really good. Like, it's like it's kind of like a cheddar, but it's really not cheddar. Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. It's kind of like 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 a white like and yellowish. The, no, it's like in the red. It's oh, like in a, a red. Poor person's uh, Gouda. charcuterie bird. It's on Gouda. Oh, my fault. That's my the one you got at uh, Costco. Yeah, it doesn't say <laughs> my what it is. I am not. But I'm on the like that cheese. Brand. Yeah, yeah. No, the cheese is the che- that cheese smack. And then I got fancy crackers. I got. Have you guys ever seen like the bagel crisp? They're like little bagel. Oh, I know. Are you talking about? They're like the my bagels, but a little bit little. Yeah. The little baby ones. I good. got um, strawberry jam. Nice. I got um, I got kiwi and I got um, raspberries. Ooh, like okay. Good. Nice. Yeah. And then I got. Good I'm gonna mix. do dehydrated um, oranges for like the drinks. I'm making also an old fashioned. I was just gonna say you also yeah. being the bartender for the night. Yeah. Really a masterpiece so, of a charcuterie board. I know. Yeah, it's it's really good. impressive. It sounds like yeah. yeah it, it sounds great. Insane. This I I, yeah. I I feel like we're like at like you know like was it. Um, what was that place? Zuma? Like, we feel like in a Zuma type vibe? Literally. Yeah, yeah, so maybe so the I, French I, my goal in life, My goal in life is to be like the house that everyone's like, yeah, like, it's gonna yeah. be like five stars. And then, and then you, gotta, you gotta realize too, depends how far you live. No, so I'm cutting everything up and I'm bringing it here. I'm that's, assembling it here. That's fine. I'll call but, it the um, Larcuterie board. Larcuterie board. Ooh, Larcuterie board. Okay. Nice ring to yeah. it. I'm bringing. You can, like, make packages I'm bringing not the bun. I'm not bringing the bantalitos. I'm bringing. I want to cut though. Not can't I want ten percent for that. Licensing fee. Hopefully, I can get chocolate covered pretzels. I really want to put some chocolate covered pretzels in there. I can't wait for you to be on Shark Tank. Why? This is a good idea. Yo, like my Cuban's gonna shoot though. that idea what? down so fast. How can you not like chocolate <laughs> like, covered pretzels? I like pretzels and then I like my chocolate over here. I don't like Why? You are weird. Like wait, 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 you, wait, wait, you don't like worlds. chocolate covered pretzels? No, I like pretzels over here and chocolate over here. Mm, well, would you put them in your mouth so, at the same time? So, 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 you, so for the not. listeners who don't see, Jordan put his hand on the left side pretzels. and he put his hand on the right side. Chocolate. There you go. Yeah. Well, have you ever had. Have you ever had chip lays? And cookies, some chocolate chip cookies. Tripolis? Chip Lays? Chip Lays? Are you trying to say Tripolis? No. What? I've never had Lay Chips. Oh, Lay's Chips. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to have, yeah. have a questionnaire of what Laura just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Sorry. I, have to say, I know it's going to come. It, oh, it's going to be out of left field. And it just. Like, no, have you ever had Lay's Chips and chocolate chip cookies at the same time? No. Yo, yo, for everyone right, listening, please you try it. The podcast, Lay's chips and chocolate chips. Please try it. It's so fucking good. Lay's chips Lay's and chips. chocolate chips. Chavi, have you she tried Lay's combos? No, she she does like a uh, sour cream and barbecue combo. If she no one's ever had sour cream and barbecue, yeah. 
Anytime you never been to a restaurant with her? Sour cream and barbecue? She's always like, I need sour cream and an extra thing of barbecue sauce on the side, always. Yeah. Well, good and thing. If you don't always. have one or the other, she's like, I'm good. I don't she want She won't it. eat. Yeah, so just be like, um, where's my sour cream <laughs> and my barbecue? All right? No, well, but it's good so thing, good. Good thing I've only been with her to Kobe because Kobe don't got sour cream and barbecue there. Uh, but they have eel sauce. Yeah, she brings her own. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Eel sauce. So, but you guys, okay, for the listeners, please try some Lay's trips. <laughs> the regular ones, not hey, the baked hey, ones. Just, just let you and guys know, this cookies. is all Laura's suggestion. So <laughs> yeah. if you we don't endorse this. <laughs> and then if you guys are ever eating um, wings, I don't eat wings anymore, but when I used to, wings with barbecue sauce and sour cream, fucking divine. Yeah. Or um, See, what's that's it called? Not fries? That weird. No, or fries with barbecue and sour yeah, cream. that's not that weird. I have a similar combination, but I feel like my combinations are like I have barbecue, but I do it with ranch. Yeah, same same concept, cream. but like the sour, sour cream is more yeah. creamier and like cold and lighter. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try one time for try the pool. Just try, just it. one time for the pool. When I was in high school, I used to do ketchup, mayo, yeah. a little bit of mustard. Ooh, a little bit of mustard. Yeah, a little bit of mustard. Just because it gives it that zest. Mayo ketchup is very mm-hmm. like smooth, and then a little bit of zest from the, mm-hmm. from the mustard. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get that. We used I, to do that in high school too. Yeah, so um, so yeah, so we got drinks, we got food. It's gonna be good. We it's got, gonna be. It's a good menu. Yeah, we got a good uh, host of characters coming. Yeah. Oh, also, also, we gotta remember. Uh, we gotta put a, a sign saying, "Do not put your grubby fingers on the." Yeah, I'm gonna make uh, that sign. Look at your board. All right, so uh, yeah, that, that was our little preview for our friendsgiving. <laughs> we'll give you an update when it actually happens, how it went down. I'm gonna Hopefully. get everyone fucking drunk. Yeah, that's probably you're gonna, gonna happen. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna hear me yell out like uh, was it NY uh, sidewalk top? Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. On, thing, on Thanksgiving, Jordan's gonna get a phone call Sup, from his landlord. You motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, I have a question. <laughs> All right, go for it. What is your f- most favorite thing about Thanksgiving, and what is your least favorite thing about Thanksgiving? Hmm. That's a good one. Who about what? Friendsgiving or Thanksgiving? Either or. It's the, the holiday same. in general. Yeah. Well, Thanksgiving I think it's is a bullshit ass holiday. So. Well, okay. Well, I was just gonna say Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. So <laughs> thank you for that. No, it's my favorite holiday because like your friends and your family, you get together, you just shoot the shit for hours and you eat. Like it's you get good food that you don't eat all the time. It's fun and you get shit faced. You what's, your, what's your least favorite part? Even though it's your favorite, there's gotta be some things you're like, eh, I could do without. Um. If I'm like hosting it, I could do without like hosting it, cause then like I get a food coma and it's like I want everyone to go home. <laughs> this is the host talking. Yeah, what do you? Yeah, mean? I know. Well, well I, I also you... do like hosting, but after like a point, it's just like damn, my yeah, battery but... runs out. It's yeah, not even like I get annoyed your, with people. Your actual friends that like you would hang out with anyway, so it's not I know like, my well, battery still like drains. It drains yeah. faster yeah, with gets... them. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I just like I'm like super introverted, so like my it literally just drains the shit, and I'm just like, oh. Yeah. Plus being in a food coma, it's like. Uh, Jordan, what's yeah. like what's like the longest we hung out? Was like well, like two three hours at most, and then afterwards you're like, yeah. Time. Yeah, but that's like that's like equal. No, oh, yeah, more, move, move, because okay. usually we go to the gym and then we'll eat. So yeah, it's like but that, but that's day. different though. That's that, that's like we're in activities, but like yeah. as you say, like we're just chilling there in the way like. Alright, three yeah, hour, three mostly, hour mark. Alright, we smoked enough hookah. Alright, we watched enough uh, yeah, Dave Portnoy. It's, it's mostly you because you can't sit still. You're like, ah, I gotta bounce. And then you'll like come back too. <laughs> so it's like in like increments. Hey, you know what happens sometimes? Yeah. I need I need to smoke hookah and I can't smoke by myself. Yeah, that's true. And Jordan's 
always down to smoke some hookah. What about Bias, you, what's, yeah, what's your least and most? All right, so obviously you guys tell I'm down on Thanksgiving, but um, I love, the um, best part is obviously the family, going to get together, the eats, but like mostly like hanging out with the people that I love, hanging out with the people, like conversating, like e- even if we're just talking about dumb shit, like it's like not even like, oh, like you know how Thanksgiving got that like view, but like, oh, you go to family dinners, what's your plan in life? Where's your boyfriend? Where's your girlfriend? What's this and that in the third? I'm like, yo, to be honest with you, back off. Yeah. Like, I don't need, yeah. I don't need that. Like, I'm here, to, I'm here to enjoy your presence, and that's what I don't like about Thanksgiving. It's just like, yo, don't pressure me. Like, I don't need, I don't need to explain myself. Like, what? Well, I'm gonna be over here. Oh, I got this job, and I'm getting good, and I got this bad shorty, and da da da. I would like to change my answer for the thing I hate the most about Thanksgiving. The thing I hate the most. Bias? No. Oh. No, no, I just. <laughs> no, but he just reminded me. It's having a house hop. Like, go from one yeah, place to another. I think that's everybody. That's the worst. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking, because I'm thinking about my schedule, I have to go to three to four houses yeah. on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving? Like yeah. Because yeah. my family this year, too, they. They're not doing anything? They're having separate ones. Uh, which is like a. It's a huge, like, issue. Because like are they fighting? Are the girls fighting? No, it's like so we usually have Thanksgiving at my mom's mm-hmm. house, which is the same size as my house, mm-hmm. but they have way more shit, so it's mm-hmm. cluttered. Mm-hmm. And we and it gets super hot because my stepdad like has to let everything like marinate for like twenty hours, even like the rice and beans. Like that's been done since two o'clock. Like we can eat, and he's like, <laughs> he just doesn't let anyone touch the food until it's super long, so it's hot. There's a t- bunch of people there, and it's just small. So, like, and I have family coming from Virginia, so they want to go to my cousin's house where it's uh, an actual, like, uh-huh. house that has mm-hmm, space. Mm-hmm. So that was an issue. And um, so, yeah, and then I have to go to my girlfriend's house, which I'm excited because oh, their yeah. food is great. Like, yeah. her dad oh, is, like, an, like I swear, mm-hmm. he should have, like, switched careers a long time ago and been a chef. He's mm-hmm. literally, his food is the best food I've ever had. Didn't he, didn't like, he like, like, even restaurants. Didn't like, he, like, air fry a burger one time? He told me about that. Like, no, so- he soubeted a burger. I had to Google soubet. <laughs> I don't know what to uh, To be honest, soube? you lost yeah, me. He soubeted burger. Yeah, it's like when you put it in a vacuum seal, right, and you, like... Uh, it has to do with, like, water. Yeah, yeah. So, so you vacuum seal it, you put it into water, and there's, like, this thing that, like, measures the temperature, and when it hits a certain temperature, you can pull out whatever it is that was in the water. What? It's fantastic way of cooking. The food was, this was probably the it's best burger I've ever had in my life. Well, you took my um, least favorite, but I'm going to one-up it. Um, Tell my us. least favorite is house hopping, but it's also great because you get to see all of your family. Yeah. But it's also bittersweet because it's like, why can't all the family just be in one place? Yeah. Right. But every year I beat myself up because after I'm done, I'm like, first of all, <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't, <laughs> eat all the food right so it's like people are like that's all you're gonna eat and i'm like yeah because i have to go to three other houses and they're right. gonna ask me the same question and i just told laura this i need to take tupperware with me oh, so that's... that is my biggest gripe every year i leave empty-handed and then <laughs> no, for the rest of the week i have to go and buy food like a chump yeah when Yo, everyone is throwing too. away food because they have too much food yeah so i'm looking to correct that and what's your favorite that's not gonna happen Charlie. My favorite is pretty much like everyone. Uh, first of all, it's a day off. Let's sure. that. just acknowledge that. that. Yeah. Um, so no one's working, which is a double-edged sword. But getting to see family, I am not crazy about the uh, like the live talk with everyone. Yeah. Or the oh, you should swing by more often. I don't see you nah, like that. Nah, nah, nah. We don't need that. But. Yes, I do love seeing my family, seeing them while we still have them. 
is is huge and then eating you know everyone's cooking as well is yeah is really good um i made a sweet potato pie for the first Ooh. time last year i've never had sweet potato pie oh yeah but it's good my favorite thing right is being able to cook with family members so i cooked it with my sister like we prepped it we did mm-hmm. everything and then that was my first time making it first time having it and it was like it was good. It was a good experience. I looked to, I'm looking forward to doing it again this year. By the way, he's an awesome cook. If anybody wanted to know. All right. Do you really think that? Yeah. I say that all the time. And you're a pescatarian. Like, you probably like eat, like, half of his menu. No. He makes good food. I mean, I pay attention. That's the rule, right? Pay attention. attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay, so my favorite is obviously, like, seeing family and being around and having, like, you know, like, every, seeing everybody, like, get ready and, like, be, like, their best self for that yeah. one night. My least favorite, and I think it's a personal least favorite, is that no one does, like, a dancing party. No one does, like, a true house party anymore. For everyone who's watching, yeah. the look on her face. <laughs> she's yeah. 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 <laughs> the hand dances <laughs> is, like... <laughs> Nobody, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's kind of like you just sit around, just yeah, like yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm every year I'm waiting for like so when someone's gonna put the music. I mean, we got friends. You know, we got friends doing tomorrow, so you know. I also have your landlord lives one feet away. Yeah, but she can come down and party. Mm. She's lit. She's like, are you gonna tell her that seven. you're gonna have people over? I think you should. We're pretty loud. No. Okay. <laughs> as in me. Like I said, you as will as get a we, phone call. As in we, you meet me, right? As in we. She owns the place. I think she'll be actually waiting because that's going to be the saving grace when he's tapped. Yeah. So when the neighbor comes down, it's like, you guys got to leave. And yeah. he's like, yeah. yeah, it sounds like a good idea. <laughs> well, I'm also like, pretty good with that, too. Like, I'm, I'm pretty, like, I tell everyone, hey, shut the fuck up. Shut up. You're too loud. My landlord's upstairs. So That was me last time everybody was here. I was yeah. like, you guys need to shut up. You were, like, off the wall. Oh, yeah. That was, that was drunk, though. <laughs> that was you were wild. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right, so Chavi, tell us a little bit about yourself. What you do, what you like to do. Just what in I general. do is what I like to do. Um, I am a musician. That's awesome. Yeah, the the fact know. that you said that, that's really, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I want to do more of what I like to do, but you know, we live in a real world and sometimes it takes up, it's a process to get yeah, to where you can that. make it a yeah, yeah. living. <clears throat> but you know, I work in a small tech company um, and I small. also small tech small. company. Small. 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 Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. just only worth like a couple billion yeah. or whatever. Just a trillion. Actually. Tr- oh, trillion! My my apologies. My apologies. <laughs> we like we like no. a humble one. First trillion. No, it's on Essex Street in Lawrence. Yes. Oh, are you talking about the multi-service? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, so I do that, uh, and I also am a musician. I've been very very fortunate. Uh, to have been able to play for multiple different artists in my life. As of right now, I've kind of slowed down on it. I've been focused more on recording and playing more local. But before, if you were to ask me this, before the pandemic, I was playing with like three artists and touring like the U.S. So I was like, there was one year where every week I was out in different cities, like city, stage, sometimes like a different country. Um, Where's the furthest you've been out, like, for, from from home? Well, the thing is, is that, so, I play bachata, right? So, there's there's limits to where I'm going, like, places I'm so, going to so see based so off like, demand. Like, prominent Hispanic areas. Right, so okay. it's not like I was, like, in China. Like, it, it, it's really down to the places where there's demand. So, I can tell you the more common places that I've been to, like, a lot frequently, would have been Texas, Chicago, um... Florida for sure a whole bunch of times um, I've been to Atlanta a bunch of times 
Uh, where else? Oh, um, Arizona. Been there like a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the time. Those are the places that like we frequent to play a lot. So oh shit. So to be honest, I'm kind of surprised you didn't say NYC. No, I know. Yeah. Um, it was like, crazy. That's that. That is like a bachata hub. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I, I would figure like you would play Maryland. There. I mean, we've done New Jersey and Maryland and stuff like that. Um, we've done New York. But for some reason, with the people I've played, there's more demand. Because here's the thing about New York. New York has so many artists, bachata artists, that oh. they just source everything. Yeah, it's right. a competition, yeah. 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 competition yeah. probably. So for, for artists, like, so I played with Dominic Marte, Carlos Alejandra, Sir Charles, which is a branch of that, um, Johandi, Brandon Falls. Um, oh, I actually like Brandon Falls. I went to the one of your like, concerts. Yeah, that was Yo, a really good man, one. Yeah. Real good, bro. Yeah, and, you know... With that, the the real demand, like the people who are willing, like promoters who are willing to pay for the flights, for the hotels, for the per diems. Speaking of that, did you ever run into a situation where the pay's not there, or they promised you something that never, then they didn't fulfill you, it? You just brought up a. You reminded me of a story. Um, oh, it was shit. a local Ooh, show. PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> so we played. Triggered. It was with. Carlos Alejandra, we opened, no, we actually, we played a show, it was us and Optimo, so I don't know if you guys know who Optimo is, Beza um, Bachatero, and the promoter disappeared without paying anyone. Wait, wait, yeah. like oh, you talking shit. about like just your band or everybody? Everybody, like Optimo and us. Shit. So we were there, we were looking for, for the promoter, and that same day, someone was trying to break into um, our Guirero, his name is Jimmy. Someone was trying to break into his car, so he was, like, looking for them or whatever. So, Jimmy is, he used to be a police officer, but he also has a military background, so he doesn't play. Like, right. he is very, like, so he was looking for him, and he found them, and he knocked them out. No oh, way. Shit. Yeah. No shit. That's crazy. That was so yeah. long ago. Did they, they, <laughs> did they, like, take anything from the vehicle? No. Like. That's good. Yeah. He probably didn't have a chance. He'd be like, yeah. yo, go. It was crazy because we, we went out, so we, we went to the spot early, and then we said, let's go eat something. So we went to eat, and I went to go park at the same spot. And as I was pulling up, there was someone in his car. So I pulled up next oh, to the car, and there was, like, this, like, this random yeah. bum, like, in his car. And I'm like, yo, what are you doing? And, like, what are you doing? He's like, no, I'm just, you know, I forgot what he said. It was so long ago. But he's like, something like, Some looking mobile. for something, yeah. And then he got out the car, and Jimmy jumped out of my car and started chasing him. So oh, like yeah. For the listeners, what do you play? Bachata. No, no like, like instruments. Oh, so I play. Well, I play guitar. That's the first thing I I um, picked up. I also play bass. I play a little bit of piano. Nice. Um, not really good at percussion, just because I haven't put in effort. But I want to get What's better. What's that? But but I feel like percussion is easy because What's it's is the beat. It's just like, like it, it sometimes it comes natural to people. So the thing with music is that every. All of it is simple unless you want to start mastering or getting better at it. So like percussion is just drums, like rhythm. So like guitar, piano, like all of it, like anyone can do it. So like, you're talking you talking about like the, the strings and all that. Yeah, like it's very brass. easy for someone to say like I can't do it because I'm like well you're thinking about mastering, you're thinking about playing like classical, like but you can learn how to play like simple chords in the matter of a couple months. Really. Yeah. So yeah, and like and like I kinda have a similar experience because like I used to play the trumpet and I was like one of the top two and to really? be honest, I'm being dead yeah. that's that's fuck? impressive because air instruments require can, a different oh yeah, yeah yeah and like and like I and and the and the thing is too like I was playing like like bachata songs like and they would be like where's the, where's your music I turn around there's no music and it's just like 
sometimes like with people with like that is just comes so natural like mm-hmm. do, you, do you feel with you does it feel like yeah i wasn't natural? taught so i picked up this is gonna this is gonna date me a little bit but um i picked up a guitar i think in 2000 in 2009 Sheesh. i picked one up and it was my one of my friends he he wasn't even really my friend but I knew him. Like so, so, so it was like, uh, like an acquaintance. Yeah, and one day I was walking by because like he he was dating like one of my family members. I was visiting and he was in a room, and he was playing guitar. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, he's like, oh, and I was like joking. I'm like, show me, show me how to play a thing. So he had an extra guitar. He handed it to me and he showed me how to play like a G chord. So I played it and he's like, oh, you learned that pretty quickly. And then I was like, just from that moment, I was like, oh, that's cool. I wonder how much further I can take this. So then, like. Every time I would visit, I'm like, show me something else, show me something else. And then eventually we we became friends, and he's like, you know what, take this home with you and practice all the chords I'm telling you. So then I would practice, and we formed like a little... Like a little band or something? Like a little band. Ooh, like the, the first show I've ever played was like at our church, because I used to be a really like, really churchy kind of person. Church boy? Yeah. Charlie, we'll get, church boy? We'll, 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 we'll get into that. Yeah. We'll get yeah, into I, that. I would that. never put we'll you get, in church See, boy. no one ever... Hanging out with the wrong crowd here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll It was like, that. literally, we played a show, and it was like, no singer. It was like, a bass player, me on rhythm, my, my friend Manny on the lead guitar, and like, someone who didn't know how to play Guida, which is like the the tinny instruments like yeah. like that like just barely keeping oh. a tempo with no lyrics like nothing. I feel like that's yeah. such an underrated like instrument for how uh, like, oh yeah you, like, I tried picking like, them yeah the, the guys that play that they're like mm-hmm. nasty thing. Mm-hmm. Look, look at them it looks so simple so but you like think about it like no, nah, that's yeah. so complicated and that's what I'm talking about where it's like anyone can pick up a guida and actually keep a tempo like for the most part like right. you just right yeah. but when it comes into the like yeah, all that a little change like, ups. Yeah, yeah, the subtleties. That's where it's like you can learn it, but to master it and grow in it, that's where it takes right. more time. So my question is, uh, what's the favorite your favorite city that you played at? So I have different favorites. So I have least favorites and most favorites. My favorites that every time I go to, I have a lot of good, like a really good time is Chicago because they have a lot of good food. It's a great there. city. I love it. I love Chicago. Chicago has a lot of good food yeah. and a lot of good people. I know some people out there. Yeah. To be yeah. honest, you know, I never think Chicago would be like a place where you'd be playing bachata music. Right? Oh, honestly, Absolutely. Chicago is yeah. like, really? it's a huge it's like, a hu- like yeah. Yeah. It's like community Hispanic? over there. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Wow. For like a, like a term that everyone uses, it mm-hmm. really is like a melting pot mm-hmm. there. Like Chicago's a great city. I yeah. love that place. L.A. or California would be my second, not for, we don't really get called out there too much, but when it's nice to go down there. The people there are really nice. They're very, they just confront you, and it's not like here where everyone's on edge. Right. Um, oh, I know you're talking about, like, Southern Hospitality. Like, out here, everybody's like, get out of here. But yeah. down there, you're like, hey, how's it going? They, like, interact with you and all that. Yeah. My least, there was two places I went to that, like, really freaked me out. Um, one of them was in Baton Rouge. Louisiana. Oh, okay. Panama, yeah. Louisiana? Yeah. Um, I would have been freaked out, too. It was just... It was... How do I put it? When you're out there, right, you're on someone else's clock, right? You are there as the artist, the, perform- the performer, so the promoter is the one taking you to point A, to point B, mm-hmm. like, getting you food, all that stuff. And the people who were, like, managing us, just some of the decision quality was, like, very reckless. Like, we got stuck in traffic one time, and, like, the guy decided to, like, just go off-road and, like in a what like the 16 passenger van like go off road and the thing almost tipped over Jesus. and I was like that that to what? me was like and like everyone I met there they just 
they felt like they felt right. I can't they make the they felt unease. They felt no. They just felt like they were of the same kind of caliber of like they make those kind of decisions. Like oh, without really considering. oh, too many, too many chefs in the, in the kitchen type it, thing. Reckless. Just like or they're too cavalier. Like they're not. Yeah, really. like it was just a little reckless. Yeah. Um, and then the other place where I truly felt like unsafe was uh, Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah, uh, we were driving there one day to play a show, and it could have been just the neighborhood I was in. But we were driving, and I just it dawned on me that we were on the road, and every car I saw around me was like a very old car, right? And not to say that that means anything, but like when all you see around you is like older cars, vintage. it makes you start thinking like, no, not vintage, like just older like cars, like oh, beaters, yeah. Shit. And it just makes you think like, okay, well, one, like this is this is an area where people are probably not making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Two. Um, wherever you drove people would just stare at you because they can tell you're not from that area so everywhere we would pull up in a light if you like if i looked out the window everyone would just like stare at you and just kind of like they wouldn't break eye contact with you so that's scary yeah would you would you would you say i'm i'm my bad for throwing something we say it's like a racial content like what do you think like there's like racial bias behind it or something like that because i mean i wouldn't say so i mean there were there were people of color just like you know i'm a person of color um but I just think it was more of when so many people are on edge, you start mm. feeling that as well. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Like it just translates and it just makes you uneasy. You just don't want to be around, you know, that energy all the time. That's crazy. Baton Rouge because like Louisiana, like from what I understand, that area is not really like Hispanic friendly. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I would like, when you say Baton Rouge, I'm like, you played bachata out there and it was like. And that was one of, of the biggest shows I played. What? Yeah. So no so, way. what was the crowd? What was the crowd? It was there? literally we we were playing a like this festival, and I remember we got on stage. It was like they were playing like I don't know what they were playing before. It's like a Mexican genre of music. I just can't remember the name of it um, currently right now. Cogidos, banda. Banda. They were playing banda, and literally, I kid you not, like this was the big the biggest the second one I ever played was like in Rhode Island, but it was. I could not see the end of people. Like it was Holy like shit. left and right people all the way to the back, just people I could not. Would you would you think like a thousand plus maybe? Absolutely. Yeah, no, oh, it was a lot more than that. It shit. was a lot. It was a lot. Damn. And what's crazy is that the more people you play in front of, the less nervous you kind of become. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Just, the other way around. Yeah. There's so many eyes on you that they just become a blur versus yeah. like if you're just playing for someone very you intimately can, like, you yeah. can make yeah. eye contact yeah. 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 So, how people are feeling so like, would you yeah. say like obviously like you perform locally would you say locally you feel like you're more on edge than you were when you're playing in the crowd of a thousand people plus it's the same i think there's like a certain number where it becomes like you know fine i think really comfortability comes in like how prepared you are that's true um, too. Because I play shows where I wasn't prepared, and I'm doesn't matter who I'm playing in front of, I'm, I'm going to be nervous because I don't feel prepared. Right. Mm, um, okay. So it's confidence, pretty much. Yeah, like it just boils down to that. And I've had shows where I felt confident and made a lot of mistakes, and shows where I didn't feel it, and then you were on fine. point. Yeah. So okay. it's a it's a mixed bag, but at the end of the day, um, the goal is to have fun because that translates yeah. to the audience. So have you ever played a show where you guys just like bombed? And let me think of that. How did that feel? I mean, has has a crowd ever like, turned on you? Were just like you just see the no? I've faces never had a crowd like, like boo or anything like that. <laughs> oh, that's good. good. I'm waiting for that day. Yeah, thank It's like a rite. Of, it's a rite of passage for most like artists. It's like I've been booed off stage and look where I'm at now. Yeah, I'm still waiting. Yeah. <laughs> but 
Um, yeah, I mean, so right now I've been playing bass. And bass for almost every genre of music is the backbone of everything. Yeah, like, so if you mess up, you feel it. Like, right. it's not like you, like you just feel it instead of hearing it. Um, okay. So because I'm, like, kind of a new bass player, like, when I mess up, you, you feel it. So I yeah. have to be on point. Um, yeah, just just let you folks know um, who doesn't really like uh, know like Hispanic background. We love the bass. Like if you hear Hispanic music whatsoever, you you hear the bass before you even hear anything else. Yeah, and for anybody trying to be a musician and you you don't know what instrument to pick and you're trying to do it for lucrative purposes, bass. Really? Everybody needs a bass player. Because no, is it? Would you say bass is not a popular choice? It's not a popular choice because it's not a front man. Like mm, so, position. So, so you say so pretty much being a bass player that like you gotta play in the background but your role is really like you gotta make sure you're on point but everyone wants to get the spotlight what you're pretty much saying. Yeah, and it depends because like you look at an example of like Aventura, right? That's like a very popular bachata band. Mm -hmm. Like when you look at Aventura, the, the four piece band or the four man band, it's you know, you have the singer, the backup singer, the guitarist and the bassist. So he really plays like he's like an artist and he's out there and he's like, you know, going around they can afford to do that but like most people who really want to play bass and focus on nailing everything they, they really can't afford to like you know jump around and do all that stuff they, they need to be focused unless you're just an amazing you know like like you just talented you just picked it up like you can know. just jump around and like land every note and do all that stuff but like most most like reputable not reputable but like musicians who really take their craft to like a whole different level yeah they like to be put you know upright and they're gonna play you know everything to a T. I will say that after being around you guys more, I mean, <clears throat> picking up an instrument and like actually playing and learning—that's fucking hard. Like I look at you sometimes uh, and I'm like, I have I have no idea how you're doing that. Yeah, I, I got a keyboard last year for Christmas. And I played it for like a couple of days, and, and I'm you like, sold it. yeah, I got rid of it because I just like it was just <laughs> collecting dust because like I just couldn't grasp it. I was just like, no. Nah. Yeah, you gotta want to. You gotta have. Yeah. To, you gotta have to like. You gotta, like, force yourself to Yeah, that exactly. was the thing, too. Like, it was just gonna be a hobby. It was, like, it wasn't something that I, like, necessarily wanted to do Pursuing more. So I was just like, yeah, no. Nah. So, so, like, so like you say, like, you picking up the guitar. Like, you wanted to play the guitar. Like, you wanted to learn this. Like, instead of just being like, oh, the guitar's cool. Let me just play this. You, like, not want to learn this. It was... So, like, I was, like, picking it up on a daily basis. And, like, my family would tell you, like, they hated me for a couple months. Because, like, it was just... All you hear is the bass rocking through. Like, I could know what was the guitar. guitar. Like, right, right, it was like guitar. the tuning was off. I was playing things wrong. I was breaking strings. And I was, like, really struggling. And it wasn't until... Because I'm ear trained. So I learned how to play by ear. So it wasn't until I learned my first song by ear. Just, like, the first little piece of it. And once I did that, that lit up like a whole spark. Yeah. Like, if I can learn that, I can learn this, and I can learn that, and I just want to learn all these songs. Right. And eventually, as you learn different songs, you learn different techniques, and you start growing, and you become more curious, and like it. That's what it was. It just takes that spark for you to like. So, so, so you're pretty much saying that like the songs that you grew up on, like at family parties, listening to dance, like all those like bachata song, maybe the salsa, maybe all that. Like, like you said, like you pick it up by ear. So maybe you just like you. Would you say like you felt the strings or like when you were playing like it just felt second nature? Yeah, so it's if if anyone ever asked me like, oh, how do I become better at you know playing an instrument? The thing I would usually tell them is like you just have to be honest with yourself and and listen to yourself 
so the thing is with with music is you don't become you do become better like physically like in terms of speed but there's a certain point where you 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 cap out on mm. like how much you can do I get you but what really starts to continue to grow is your hearing your ability to hear because for you to be able to be a great musician you have to be able to listen and be able to like pick out a note and then be able to replicate it somewhere else so listening is the, 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 the thing that continues to grow for you because you can only play so fast physically like certain people can only play up to a certain speed and I'm sorry to say like some people think they're going to play as fast as some other people and it's you're just not going to be able to do it so right. that's why you have different styles of playing because people figure out how to do things their way and you know xyz but your ear that is the the most important thing for music it's not what you put out it's what you take in correct me if i'm wrong but um bachata in general you guys have to you know when you guys are doing cover songs you have to put like figure it out by ear because nothing's pretty much written down it was like that for a while and it kind of still is that way but i yeah like when i re when i started playing there was no so when someone's trying to look up music they look at tablature or charts like music charts charts are like the more professional like you get your staff and all that yeah. stuff and then tablature is like a staff it has like numbers and it tells you like where to put your fingers and play things there wasn't really a lot of that for bachata there's just there was not a lot of people and what's really cool with a lot of people recognize me for outside of just like my like like clothing or or anything like that is not, i'm gonna say clothing i don't make clothes but well, like, like, my, like, like my style or whatever yeah. I, just want, I just want to breathe yo he is an ig model very handsome <laughs> ig slut he's okay all right he's a micro influencer but hey but you know how it is but um so i kind of i kind of want to see like would you say if someone were to jump in would you like and they're kind of flustered that they're not playing like anthony santo mm. or like playing like you know like those top guitarists what would you tell them would you tell them like like you know do what you did play each string over and over again for weeks on end pissing off the people <clears throat> who you live with and like getting through because i feel like that's what you need to do well you know and i'll just go back to like what i was so when i couldn't find resources i remember putting up videos on youtube and like a lot of people would ask me do you have tablatures do you have this can you show me how to do this and then i met so many other like guitarists for bachata like online and i still have people to this day who recognize me from me playing videos on youtube like de like a decade ago no shit. and it's just like literally my hands and me playing guitar and like they just oh you're because it used to be called El, El Rookie Malo was the name of the... <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like it was that. so... That's like, a yeah. good name. <laughs> it was so long. It was like 15 years now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so when someone is like, show me how to do this, like, or I'm getting frustrated, I'm getting stuck. I know people who've been playing longer than I have who still can't play as well, good as, as they... Well, no, not as me, but like, like they're in the same kind of progression. Like, they oh. haven't actually improved. And... I just tell them again, like, first of all, like, you need to be honest with yourself. Listen to what you're playing. And if you can't hear what you're, what you're doing wrong, then work on your hearing. Right? So that's, that's what it boils down to. How, how would you suggest on working on your hearing? Would you be just listening to music or would you just be just playing? Both. So ear training goes, when people are trying to learn music, 
like they'll have the guitar in front of like their radio or the boombox whatever and they're playing on top of what they're listening but they're not listening because they're just mm-hmm. it's like talking mm-hmm. over someone who's trying to listen or right. like when someone's talking or when you're like not retaining over, what they're when you're singing oh. over a song you're like yeah. I sound great and then you yeah. turn on the radio reality, and you're like don't mm. sound like street track so yeah. it, it list like I sound like listen and then apply right and then listen to what you're playing apart and then apply so it takes ear training so for example if i say play this note and i want you to play it on the guitar like find that note exactly for what it is and that's how you train your ears like playing around with notes and then finding those those um certain notes on the guitar different chords that sound very unique and in, in, instead of like other chords and a little bit of just like research like also music is very fast you you have to kind of do some research and learn a little bit of music theory in order for you to understand what you're actually doing because right. i am your trained but i also had to like apply some kind of knowledge mm-hmm. to be able to work with other people as well yeah so so now like with the type of music that you do is it mostly like covers or do you, you like write your own stuff make your own songs or i mean when i play live when i play live we do some covers because yeah. people want to hear songs yeah. that are popular as well but I do a lot of recording. That's kind of the direction I want to go. I want to just record. Like I have a small little studio at my home, and nice. I've recorded some albums with some people. Nice. Recorded singles for some people. I'm actually like recording with Johandi right now, and at some point we'll record for Brandon Falls as well for an album. Nice. But yeah, I I prefer to do my own stuff um, because I I personally feel like I have a unique spin on how I play my stuff, and people can tell when it's me playing. So I just want to continue to put more of that out in the world, right? Uh, so that that lives on past, you know, my yeah, time. Yeah, making your mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I, awesome. I'm just gonna say too, because like obviously, like um, we seen you perform live, and yeah. I'm like as like a person who's growing up in the Dominican culture with a bunch of bachata, merengue, and all that. Like you know, the flavors to the music that we listen to. To be honest with you, that your baseline, uh, like. Dude, it's on point. Like, 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 in, like, you can tell when the bass is on point is when it comes out the speaker and it just fluent and like you can feel. For us, we need to feel the bass, and what I mean by that, we need to feel the vibration coming down from the ground through our feet, mm-hmm. through our body. That's 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 what. And then sometimes it's like when you when like when the music's on point, like it just hits you and like you sometimes you get goosebumps, mm-hmm. bro. Like when you guys were playing, I'm like, damn. You guys are real good like it, I, I would have never thought that you guys were just like some local band like brandon falls real great singer in my opinion yeah yeah uh, it was mm-hmm. great yeah mm-hmm. and so like and like everybody you have i'm like dude like the whole band i'm just listening to and i'm like these guys are just a local band i'm like this makes no sense because like it's just so it's so crisp and and like i, I feel like nowadays like stuff like that's getting lost and i appreciate you guys like still keeping it up and like like you know some sometimes you know tradition traditions die but like you guys are keeping it alive and like hopefully we pick up on it or maybe or maybe start a new genre who knows thanks yeah i will say that i'm not i'm not a bachata listener at all um i am i'm more of like a okay like it's at a party i'll dance it like i love dancing it but like to sit there in my car and dance it i mean and like sing to i mean and listen to it like i uh, i don't but now like when i first <laughs> but now 
<laughs> but no, no. <laughs> I can't say too much because then he will I, I, never I hear the end of it. No, I'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> to be honest with you, no. I, but now, like, I I enjoy it, and I I think it's more because yes. of like one because I like growth, growth, growth. growth. <laughs> growth. growth. She also what? wishes three year old was still alive. Why do you say that? Because three eighty percent. Oh no. <laughs> no, I don't hate it. Um, no, no, no. I'm saying because I, I honestly, I can say like Brandon is like really he ex- exceeded my expectations. And you know, like sometimes when you you're like, oh yeah, my friend sings. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah. But like the yeah, first time I heard then, him, it was does he it, really sing? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. The first time I heard, it, I think it was at at the house. Yeah, and um, I was like, oh my god, like. If you can hear him without the microphone, you think he has a microphone because he just he's just very very good. Um, but yeah, now like you've messed up my playlist, and I'll have like Romeo randomly on my playlist, and I'll mess it up again. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but hey, you know, does, it's, it's who doesn't impressive. like to have like a quick tear jerk, like jerk coming out of you because you listen to something you know Anthony Santo like why you leave me like or no no, no we're no he'll get in the car and all it's all like. Either bachata, old bachata, or like. How old? Like, how old? Like, well, you you want to get hyped? Let's let's get you hyped. What do you want to listen to? And it's always the same answer. What is it? Luis Vargas. No. What? Anthony Santo. Oh, Anthony Santo. Yeah. Anthony Santo, my God. Oh my God. I can't get hyped to like R and B before yeah. going somewhere. Like some slow like. Mm-hmm. Just uh, no, say hey, you hey, hate hey, me hey, already. Hey hey hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't throw no shade on R and B. I love no, R and B. I'm just saying to get hype. If you're gonna go out I and you're gonna get like turned, I need to hear some merengue, no. like nah, something nah, like. Nah. If I'm going out, I need to hear some Drake. I need to be some toxic mood or something like that. No, I <laughs> honestly, I will driving, say, <laughs> <laughs> don't take this away. <laughs> I will say that, um, obviously, my best friend listens to a lot of bachata, but it's just her. Like whatever, I'm I'm used to it. But listening to you and like how much you listen to it, I'm like, oh my god, I'm like literally hanging out with like a six year old grand Dominican <laughs> grandfather. Like, what is my life? You would get along a lot with my stepfather. That's all he loves. Really? Like, like if no he knew way. that it was your, he would talk your ear off like a hundred. That's his favorite. No. Like, my brother was named after him. Like, almost. What? Yeah. The thing is, that. is also like I listen so. A couple of weeks ago, I helped out at a different location, right? And they asked me, "Oh, what? Like, if we were to go into your Apple Music right now, like, what would you, what would you be listening <laughs> oh to, right?" God. And the answer is really, I usually have to listen to songs that I don't necessarily want to listen to, but because I have to study them. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. I do a lot of study listening. So mm-hmm. that brings me that pops a question in my head. So like, <clears throat> so now like when you listen to music, is it? Do you feel like? Sometimes it's like a chore, or do you genuinely still like just like have moments where you're like just oh, like a, a listener, <laughs> like everyone else who's not like you know musically inclined or super into music, like playing it and like kind of as a career. Like, do you still have that? Like, can you separate it, or is it like do they overlap and it's just like it damn. overlaps? So I'll really? tell you, and I'll, I don't want to speak for every musician, but once you like go through that veil, yeah. And so no, going like back. look at like if I talk to like I know people who who graduated Berkeley, yeah, and you can't ever look at music the same, right? Like what happens is you start noticing when things are off, you know when things are on. You appreciate like the good stuff, but yeah. you also like just always critiquing. just the other stuff is just like almost unbearable sometimes. Really? We were just talking just know, about that. Yeah, like you just you can tell, and the thing is, it's like. Ignorance is bliss in terms of like the listener. If it sounds good to them, that's great. But right. once you understand like 
at least the, the concept of music theory and you understand how like certain things are supposed to go when something's not going that way it's just like oh that's off but at the end of the day also music is music so like if things are off and they're meant to be that way then that's fine as well but i can tell you that yeah that filter is always on really and like i say it to her all the time like she'll like laura will like listen to something and i'll like in the in my back of the head I'm like oh that was off yeah or i'll say like oh she's sharp or i'll make a comment and it's it makes it harder for me to enjoy sometimes and sometimes i have to remind myself to turn off that switch and not like study listen and just like enjoy is there like one band or like musician or like song that like that just goes out the window where you can just enjoy it like no matter what like i mean i recently discovered yella oh yeah and yeah you're obsessed with her she's like on a technical standpoint yeah like a monster so you could just be kind of like a fan more so yeah but she's so good that you're like enjoying it like it's different well okay so like old school bachata right Mm -hmm. it's not by any stretch of the imagination like perfected it's very raw very very raw yeah so it's like more the energy's right Mm -hmm. so if the energy's right even though they're off like that that gets me hyped up Mm -hmm. yeah i mean we were talking about uh, i forget how the conversation started but i was like you can't just i asked him like can you just feel it in your plums like the like you just want to like dance and he was like no i can't feel it i'm like what do you mean like like you don't hear music and you're like yeah like i just want to oh well i also have this theory that like there's like a bone and all like in every woman that like the moment they hear music they're like they start moving yeah like i I, you know i could be wrong but every music plays and like girls are just like yes and guys are most of the time just like I'll dance if you need me to dance. I'm gonna hold that but you don't, you don't I'm like feel. You don't, you don't feel that. Like you don't. It's just crazy to me that you guys don't feel like. No, I mean, you, d- like the urge to like move your body. There's certain like music and stuff like that. Also, like liquid courage will te- definitely like put that in in me. Like it's been, like you should have saw me at the wedding. It was a mess, but like I couldn't stop dancing. But like yeah, it's. Certain songs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or also, like, if I'm by myself jamming my car, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Sometimes the music hits a certain way and you're just yeah. like, yeah. yeah. But it's, like, instant. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, how do you feel about karaoke? Yeah. I will never. <laughs> I love karaoke. <laughs> I, I would never. Like, even with, like, alcohol, like, I don't think I could. Just wait. Oh, my bad. My apologies. That That's was the okay. hoopy starter. We could just wait and, like, cut that out. My bad. That's no, okay. Okay. Um... Can you elaborate on that? Why don't you like? Because one, I'm not a singer. <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm a singer for some reason. Like, you have a good voice. <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. ever want to catch like Dominicans <laughs> in a room, just say that. And, like, they'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, he's Dominican over there. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I just I'm not a singer. Um, I'm too, I guess, hard on myself. So, for me to make a fool of myself. Right. Do you think? Do you think because you have a better understanding in music that when you try to sing, you be like, "Oh, I should not do this." Exactly. But like, but like beforehand, you try to sing, you, you didn't give a motherfucker. Yeah. You just be like, oh, "I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that." But now, because you have a better background, better understanding, you're like, "Oh, I sounded hella off. Mm-hmm. Oh, I sounded flat. Oh, I sounded." Well, disgracing the song. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, 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 like you want to preserve the innocence of the song. You don't want to come in and ruin it. Yourself. And karaoke is fine because it's it's meant to be. Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole point. I mean, I I really didn't like karaoke at all. But like, my mom got a karaoke machine, and like every family gathering, she's like, "Oh, come on, let's do karaoke!" And everyone's like, "Oh my god!" But like, it it, there's a certain point where it's like, "Okay, this is kind of fun." 
I would say that karaoke is fun if you do it sarcastically. I think there's people who take it seriously, oh, yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. like you should just be a singer if that's what you want to do. Like let everyone <laughs> right, else have you, fun. You're right, not you're yeah. not being fun right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like 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 I'll like like I'll, I'll I'll like try, but I'm not gonna be like over here like you know serenading the mic and all that. Like, I mean, I'm like any like typical like person like well maybe not typical but like typical like uh song like if mr like Brightside or something like that comes out i'm belting out that's my jam that's like, my jam yeah i'm be- like certain songs just like i don't care i'm belting out i'm disrespecting the song like <laughs> well that song you, you need to sing that with with, with yeah everything. but just like so everyone has like that one song or a couple songs where they're just like i don't give a fuck i'm going for it <laughs> it's just like that's my jam yeah mm. all right can you talk to us about because you oh. are what? Oh, we, oh, are we gonna bring up the IG slut yeah. situation? Hey. Yeah, no, I just no. You're so excited for okay. that. No, I just wanna. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> no, I. I mean, I think that whole story is pretty interesting, and how much you've you've grown in such small amount of time. I've been six two my whole life. Okay, so no. <laughs> it was a very long labor. <laughs> I'm talking about <laughs> just like your. Clothes. I just want to. No, I just want to talk about like your style evolution. What kind of like made you go into that, and then like how that translated into you. You know, kind of making the decision to make an IG just solely dedicated for, on that, and then how that grew and all that. Can I get some background? Because I've never yeah. like oh, okay. seen your IG, so like I don't have any context. I mean, I can show it to you. And yeah, you can have some context. I love showing. If that's okay with you. Yo, I actually, no. I actually have a backstory about that. So my cousin, I we, I brought him up uh, before in the podcast. He's from New York, Kevin. <laughs> hear it immediately. <laughs> so yeah, and no, I, I hear the feedback. But, but it's the funniest thing is I was talking to Laura about about my cousin. Next thing you know, my like uh, my cousin somehow knew Chavi, and I'm like. What the fuck, this bro? This one you... is just fire. Like, oh, that's I a took fire that. Picture. Yeah, that's all a fire his fire pictures. By the way, guys, yeah. just for all the listeners, all his wow. fire pictures I took. Yo, Chavi, and plug, plug your IG right now. <laughs> but also, like, I keep them. the New Balance. Like last time you were, I saw them too. I was like, I'm, I was a little bit mad because I wanted them. So. <laughs> What's crazy is the the photo that I have the the most likes is a photo in my living room. Well, yeah, that's Shut that's, that's your that's door. your. I call I call those the bread and butter. Instagram. By the way, thank you. That's a portfolio and a half. Are you taking taking credit credit? for it? Yes. His work. I like to think that I'm the one that got him into fashion, and then I freaking take some fire ass pictures. But you could tell there's a lot of like thought and like not like overthink, but like how you like pose and like how the pictures appear on like the grid and everything. Yeah, it definitely it's like uh, grabs your eye. And the fits are like fire too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So can you talk about how? I just want start from like the beginning where you know you're like oh actually i'm kind of into getting dressed and well there's a point where like i just put whatever i can get because i wasn't making that much money so i just Mm -hmm. whatever was handed down to me is what i what i put on to Um, be honest with you you're making the best of what you got yeah because sometimes people go like i'm not like people might not be able to afford the top ish stuff but like you go you go to certain like stores you put you go like buy a shirt here, buy pants there. Next thing you know, you got yourself a fire outfit, and people are like, "Where you got that from?" And I'm pretty sure Target. Chobby, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Chobby be like, nah, "I got it from like you know designer," but in reality, no. But like, no, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying like that, but like, but in reality, my man just went to the store, saw something he liked. I like that. That's gonna it's, go with it's that. It's more That's of like that. you That's have go to have the eye for it. Yeah, I've always had an eye for like color schemes. 
So even when I wasn't into like fashion, I would like walk down the mall and look at like all of the mannequins and I would look at like how some people put the mannequins up and I would like appreciate like, oh, I like that color combination or I like those textures and anything like that. But like I never saw myself like dressing up in any kind of way. So, 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 so you would say like something like the eye for fashion was kind of second nature for you. Something like it's just an appreciation of like that different kind of art form, like just the colors, textures, and presentation fit, all that stuff. And then I think the first thing that started me even exploring fashion would have been sneakers. Um, and it was like a pair of all red Roshis. Do you remember the Roshis? Yeah, oh, I remember. everybody had yeah. a pair of Roshis. Yeah, yeah. And so if you, I got and the if you first you pair. Didn't, you're lying. Yeah. I have a I, pair of Roshi golf shoes. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I bought a pair of all red ones, and that was around the time where like Kanye was at his like peak. He did the red October sneakers, oh, but yeah, I couldn't yeah. afford those, so like I got the all red Roshi's. And three like, fifties were coming out. Exactly. Those, yeah. Yeah. And and that was the time when three fifties was so hard to get. Yeah, yeah. So that was hard. only like three of them too. Yeah, yeah. the V ones. Yeah. Yeah. So that that kind of opened up a world of like, okay, sneakers. Like, I like these all red shoes. This is the most weirdest shoe I've ever had because everything I wore before that was like knockoff fans and like just nothing nothing special like Aldo I wore like Aldo like shoes nothing crazy oh so like I feel it's like like you you like saw a shoe and be like oh this looks fire but like this isn't name brand or something of that sort and, and I didn't even care like so when I got the Roshis and I was like okay how do I wear this and I like put together an outfit and I took a picture and I was like okay like I can try like evolving from this like i would try getting like more roshis kanye was dropping out yeezys and stuff like that and i was trying i didn't get any buying accessories like hats and stuff like that and at the very beginning phase like you just don't know what your style is you're kind of just going with the flow and then you know obviously i started you know working in a different company started making more money and I just started like watching more of the like the mannequin, right? Like whatever that looked like to me. And now that I had the opportunity to like grab stuff that I wanted to grab, I would like slowly start collecting things. And it started off with like, and this is what I tell anyone: like, just go to like you don't have to go designer. The the mm -hmm. best piece of advice I would give someone is, or to anyone is like, learn how to dress before you mm -hmm. make money. Because true. there's so many people out there who just throw on like designer vomit on themselves and then they'd be like they're Gucci, Gucci yeah. shoe, Gucci yeah. headband, yeah, so Gucci belt, Gucci <clears throat> watch, Gucci everything. Yeah. Like you just flood you know, it. and that's not me even saying that I'm like I'm no. not no like no no style, we're not we're we're, like, we're, we're not downing you we're not you downing are you a style you guru no no but like what I'm saying is that there's people out there who really you know they do that for a living right but there's also people who like I said like they just have the money and they're just gonna show you that they have the money right. versus the the taste right mm -hmm. right um but for me as i continued to grow like i would watch other things and i would see what i liked about other people's styles and what i didn't like and i experimented with different fits and different like materials and i realized that you know there's certain color schemes that i like there's certain fits that i like there's certain things that like i would like to wear but just doesn't go with my type of like aesthetic um, just based off how I look, my build, my height, all that stuff. Um, meaning, like, I can't, like, for example, I just returned a easy round jacket, like that big trash bag-looking thing. Yeah, yeah, Basura. Yeah. <laughs> Would look great with someone who's, like, a much younger face. But because I'm more of, like, my face looks more older, 
Like that that doesn't oh, work. Oh, I get what you're saying. Just a sharper. Yeah, like there's certain things that work and things that don't work, and you have to be able to understand that in order for you to have like a survival. And at the end of the day, wear what you want. Like if you're comfortable with it, do it, right? Because I wear what I'm comfortable with. I, I whenever I wear something I'm not really comfortable with, I'm I'm always questioning myself on is this a step forward? Because sometimes for you to like grow in your own style, you have to step out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes I'm step stepping out and really I'm just not comfortable at all no matter what. So you have to kind of just try different things out, see what works for you, and then keep growing on that. But to your point, like you said earlier, like whenever I go shopping, wherever I'm looking around, I think about how it's going to be applied to um, like my wardrobe. Really? I got yeah. you. That's what's up. That's what's up. Because sometimes, like you said, like people just be throwing, uh, was it designer vomit? Mm-hmm. You said. Mm-hmm. I like that term, yeah. designer mm-hmm. vomit, because 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 we going out there and you be seeing these people and just like, um, did you really think that this was a fire outfit? Because like because like my man Chavi just put together a twenty dollar outfit that looks way better than your. But I'm not. I'm, but, 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 I mean, but, most but, but, of your stuff is thrifted. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Thrifted, I'm not saying like, it's mixed like a with a little thing. bit of like some designer stuff but usually like a lot of the stuff i own is obtainable um and then like i started the ig like one day i was just like you know what i'm just gonna post a picture a week right because like i would dress up but like i'm not like it's not going anywhere it's just what i'm wearing for the day so like i would stand in front of a mirror take a picture next week stand in front of a mirror take a picture and it would get like 20 likes something like that at most because like i just started the account and then I started, I'm like, okay, let me do better quality photos. So, like, then I had, like, instead of me taking the photo, I had everything set up. So, it was taking the photo of me and then doing better photos. And eventually, like, it just started climbing and then it got, like, really high at one point. Um, so, what was the most likes on one post that you had? Like, because, like, you said that post was, like, a random post you just did. Man, was it, like, 5,000? 5,000? Yeah, and there was, like, a reach of, like... Was it like a hundred thousand or something? Hundred thousand people viewed it. Yeah. No, it was, yeah. So like, yeah. the yeah, numbers. Yeah, the numbers for like IG is literally like, for every like one hundred, like you're gonna get ten percent of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, you can have a hundred people look at your photo, but like, mm-hmm. really only ten percent might engage. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's just like how it is. That's like, the algorithm. Yeah. Like, that. well, not just algorithm. Like, that's just how people are. Like, out of a hundred people, some people will look at it and just keep moving. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. I have a hundred thousand people I mean, view it. That's a lot. You when you first started your um, like what we'll call it like a yeah, style. Yeah, six thousand two hundred twenty. Wow. Sheesh. Yeah. When you first started that Instagram, um, how long until you had like a good enough following? Because it was pretty quick. Even when you first started, and it was like a couple months, you had like more followers than I had, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, the the you're asking for a cheat code. I'll give you a cheat code. Please. <laughs> <laughs> it's only for my hair ID. I don't care about my personal. No, um, for me it was so. I'm like constantly looking for things that are unique in clothing, but also in my comfort zone or that I would wear. So like I, I stumbled on a couple of like local, not local brands, but like smaller brands that had a good amount of following, but like they weren't known like that. And I would buy their product, and if I liked it, I would wear it, and I would like shout them out on my page. And then, it, like, literally one day, like, I took a picture and, like, this company, they're called um, Val Lives. They do, like, really long stacked jeans. And, like, it wasn't common. Now it is. It's much more common now. But, like, I took a picture, like, in my living room with, like, 
their jeans and like you know like a vintage tee and like a pair of Jordans and like just got like really cool angles and you know I tagged them and they like they started reposting my stuff and like within like one day I got like a thousand followers and then like the next day like it was like another 500 and then I was like okay let me post another picture and I bought more stuff from them and then they kept reposting me and like like it just Literally, I would post a photo, and it would, like, the ticker, like, would just go, boop, 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 boop. Like, it would just start, like, oh, jumping sh- like crazy, yeah. Um, so, so at that point in time, that's when you put that IG to mute. Yeah, that's that's when I was just, like, and then you start getting, you start getting people who, like, want to give you stuff. Like, the one of the coolest things, like, True Religion, like, reached out to me, and Shut they sent the me stuff, up. yeah. So, like, I have, like, a couple things that they send me. Um, I have other brands who sent me things. Um, not not as big as True Religion, but like definitely like True really Reli- cool brands. Yeah, because yeah. True Religion at one point in time was the pinnacle mm-hmm. of like of like people would wear True Religion jeans, shirts, you name it, they had it. Yeah, that's crazy. And that's everything's shit. changed a little bit now because now with like TikTok and Instagram trying to do reels now, they they're kind of changing the focus of the audience. So like photos don't like are not the priority yeah. anymore. Right. Now it's like you got to do a video. Yeah. Yeah. I've been telling you, you have to do reels. Even if it's just you standing in the mirror and it's a seven second video with the cool trendy song, that will do a lot. Yeah, I think like, that's for the kids. Yeah. It's yeah. not well, like, well, like, well, like, well, like I seen well like I seen like like that, like with the reel, like people throw their sneaker, throw their pants, throw their shirt. But it doesn't and even have to know. be that elaborate. Because that's with from my hair page, I mean the hair industry on Instagram is fucking hard as fuck to get through Mm. um but even like me posting like a seven second reels will do like five thousand eight thousand views and it's just like nothing when you're getting in it and if i do like a step by step it's gonna get like 200 views yeah and now if i post a yeah and now if i post a picture i'm getting like 20 likes there's no engagement there yeah yeah it's everything is reels now yeah so, <coughs> sorry. So, like, what's like? Uh, what do you like? Is there like a specific person or like designer or like? What's like your biggest like inspiration yes. for like? For like your fashion, just not about posting or anything, but just like. What's crazy is that, it's a it's everything. It, I know that sounds like a cop out, but it's literally so like, the biggest inspiration for me first and foremost is color, like. I can, like, just looking at, like, for example, like, the brick wall. Yeah. Like, I see a color scheme, right? And I can apply that in some way. I can tell you I don't like, like, neon colors and stuff like that. Like, really bright, aggressive colors. Yeah. But, you know, when I look at designers, there's there's a lot. You know, I think about who got me into it. Definitely, like, Kanye West. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye West. Me. <laughs> well, Kanye West was, uh, how you say, at the time, and people thought he was crazy. Yeah. Like literally crazy, and still then now, some of well, stuff, no, he still is crazy. But but now, but now that clothing line, you you see people yeah. everywhere rocking his. Clothing it's crazy because I say Kanye, and you wouldn't think, based on how I dress, that it's Kanye West. Right. It's just someone who like inspired me to be like, oh, like I like how he puts clothes together. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there's like Jerry Lorenzo, who's like yeah. you know head of yeah. pure God. Right. Um, but then there's like Celine. There's like you know. Um, Celine is just a brand, but like Heislamine is like huge. Um, I don't know, everyone has such a different thing. And then my IG, like I follow people, like there's a guy named Sanjeev um, that he has a YouTube channel. And I think his style is like crazy. 
Like, like he pushes the boundaries. Are you like, talking about the dude that was on that um on that show on uh, HBO? Remember, remember the hype? Mm, or is it here? Is it? He was on a show where like it was like three people, and it's like the other guy's name is Ricky something, um, and Magnus or something like that. It was like three people, and they had like a competition on who can like style like the best clothing or something like that. Um, but I don't know if that was on HBO or not. But his like I look at him and he, his style is very eclectic. Like he one day is wearing like sneakers and the other day he's wearing like heels. Not heels, but like I, I Rick Owens makes these like heel like like sneaker boots thing. Like he's very he's able to like take it from like a very comfortable place and be confident in a place where it's like no one else is like even trying. Mm. And I'm not saying like that's something I'm looking to do, but it's like your style is your confidence like so if you're not comfortable in what you're wearing you're not gonna be confident if you're not confident you're not gonna mm-hmm. feel good and you're not right. gonna look good yeah. so now that um you mentioned with music that you know now you're focusing more on recording and that behind the scenes aspect what do you think for your style and like fashion like part of your life where do you see that going do you kind of just want to just keep it into a hobby or do you think that maybe you can grow in it and well I have people who ask me like to style them so like Brandon isn't like one of the people that he's like oh like you know you know style me and I'll style them for like a show or something like that and I definitely had other people ask me to to style them and like you know just learning maybe how the logistics to look for that how to even you know make that into something that I can do that's feasible um I mean the biggest thing I'll think about the biggest style is ever is Kim Kardashian that's how she started off mm-hmm. she, she, mm-hmm. she would just start off at organizing people's closets yeah mm-hmm. can you believe that no that's crazy I didn't know that yeah. you didn't know, you didn't that? know that yeah yeah really? well she came she comes from a family that yeah she, she yeah yeah so she well, yeah, knew she her family poor. knew and then and then, but, celebrities. And then uh, she made a name for herself yeah, yeah. Style, yeah. Like, well, and on top of that too like I think was the famous person that got her out there was Paris Hilton she was yeah. she was um what was it like she was always with her like there was a point in time where it was like Paris and it wasn't. It wasn't like Richie Lionel's daughter. I forgot her name, but like Lionel it, Richie. Lionel, um, Lionel, Nicole. Nicole Richie. Yeah, like you remember like Nicole and uh, Paris Hilton. But before that, it was Kim in Paris, mm-hmm. and then that's how that's how that family built their thing. Chris uh, Jenner did the same thing. I'm pretty sure his sisters did that. So that's pretty crazy. Coming I from- mean, I think you can even go as far as doing like a consulting firm and not just necessarily for styling, but just like in, you know, any aspect, whether it's for like a brand oh, yeah, or like interior design. There's definitely a market. There's for, definitely. For yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think that you are, you know, enough people where they would bite. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, you know, I work with like Chen sometimes and Chen is someone, uh, which I think you guys should have on the podcast one day, but Chen, Chenera is like someone who like makes her own clothing and really? sells clothing and like she'll like go vintage shopping and fabricate like stuff out of the vintage pieces and like she makes a living off that like she styles people oh, okay, she does photos okay, for okay, people okay. Um, so she's always like someone that you know if I have questions on how to do certain things you know she's the one actually put me on for my first styling gig like I styled um you know, a local artist, and, like, they paid me to style them, and Shit. to go right right? so, like, you know, she gave me a first taste of that, and, you know, uh, I look forward to maybe being able to, you know, do a little bit more of that. It seems to be, you know, styling artists, right? So, not only my playing, but also, like, 
you know, helping with the, uh, like, the whole package, pretty mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when you perform, obviously, you're going to take into consideration what you're wearing and stuff, too. And, like, because, obviously, you said, like, you're not, like, the lead guy, do you have to take that in, into consideration as well? Yeah, for a while, I didn't care. I was like, I'm going to wear what I want to wear. But now, I'm just kind of, like, if, if I'm, so I have to think about my energy, and I think about, like, okay, I want, for example, let's say I'm playing for Johanny, example, right? Johanny needs me to style him. Well, my energy is going to be styling him and also learning my material, right? So mm-hmm. most of the time, I'm just going to wear black, but I'll wear something like edgy and black, like something that's still like, you know, going to speak, but you also so. don't, you want to be respectful, right? Like people are coming or are paying to see Johanny in the band, but they're not like, it's like a whole thing. Like I, I played in bands where they're like, today we're going to wear white shirts and blue jeans. Ooh. You know? <laughs> and it's like, okay. Oof. And it was like a little bit of a challenge for me to be like, okay, how do I do this and do it my way? Right. Um, yeah. So that was like not fun, but fun at the same time. But yeah, you, you have different, like if you notice, if you look at any professional artist, look at the rest of the band members, they're going to be pretty much muted out. Mm-hmm. So I've been kind of just, you know, Sometimes I want to like flare out and like dress up, and some days I'm just like, no, I'm cool, I'll just hang in the back, you know. So it depends on like the energy level for the day. If I have to really do something for someone else and really get them on like a different level, then I'm just gonna be like, I'll chill, I'm just gonna chill out. My bad, I was gonna say, you feel like it'll be a little too much if you try to do all that and do your own flare on top of that. Well, like, also, like. I'm styling someone, so a little bit my, like, fingerprint is going to be on that style. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if I'm dressing sure, yeah, and they're you, not, you, tell, like, so you don't so, want, you, you both yeah. don't want to be the same yeah, look, kind you of. You could tell, yeah. Yeah. So, like, going forward, like, what's, like, uh, what's, like, your five-year and your ten-year plan? Do you have, do you think in the, those terms, or are you kind of just more of the flow, or do you have, like, an outline, like, so, in terms of music, fashion, or whatever your, you know, your goals are? So the pandemic showed me one thing. The pandemic showed me that a lot of, you know, this music and like the fashion, it's like really it's just like a luxury. But when when things get really tough, like you have to rely on what's really bringing in, you know, your more like the, the consistency. So I'm at a point where, you know, I've, I've been more focused at least as of recently in my career because that's that's probably going to take me maybe to a point where I can go and maybe move somewhere else because the company I work for, they have different locations. Right. Depending on where you move up to, like, it might be a reason for me to move because I have to for the company's sake, right? Right. Um, and music is always going to be a part of my life. Um, but it's not a consistent form of income unless I like Laura always says like take you know one day you should just you know take the risk and do all these things but you know for most guys you know you want to be a provider you want to be kind of like always stable it's a little scary to think about like just you know but I I'm the type of person that I'm just going to try doing it all right because I probably can if I just focus hard enough on doing it so um right now the back burner piece has been like a little bit of the fashion and more the music yeah. just because that's picking up we're starting to play again nice. not to say that i'm not like dressing myself up to how i want to but in terms of like posting as much yeah um outreaching working with brands you know looking and seeking to style people that hasn't been as much because i think there's only so much bandwidth someone can really put out if you're trying right. to focus on a career and also 
music and then something else, you can't really give 100% plus to plus your those personal things. life and like right. you yeah, as yeah. a person just trying to enjoy life too. Yeah, so I would say that I would love like if I would love for myself to be able to like excel in whatever my career is now yeah. to the point where I can like live somewhere where I want to live mm. and also have so much like flexible income where I can just kind of like focus on like maybe an imaging like kind of company where I can like help someone with their artistry and also their image you right. know like and, and take it from there maybe make my own clothing brand yeah you know yeah. I look at like for example like John Mayer I don't know if you guys listen to John Mayer but like he's to me he's like my like he's an icon like he's an amazing guitar player very big and he has fashion. an amazing style yeah, yeah. Very big so um like something like that like something to build yeah like are you interested in like going into like other mediums too and like expressing your artistry in a different form is there something that's catching your eye that you might want to dabble into in the yeah, future yeah i mean when i was young i used to draw okay I used, to, I used to sketch and draw and like i remember like all my art teachers would like tell me like you need to go to school for art oh really um and then i like lost my muse one day like yeah. one day i was like i don't even i'm looking at a blank piece of paper i'm like i don't know what i'm drawing here yeah and then like it just ended up becoming music and like fashion and stuff like that can you talk about a little bit you know of you focusing you know when the pandemic happened focusing on your career and your job and how fast you excel because i think that's like something that's prevalent in your life where you just focus on something and just like excel pretty quickly at it yeah before you before you answer i had a question so how long have you been at the company we all know but i'm not gonna say it yeah it goes with that question yeah it's perfect yeah um so seven years and has it been at the one spot, or has you moved around? So, for a very long time, because it wasn't, like, the focus. It was just kind of like, I'm doing this because, you know, it's, it's a pays, job. Yeah, and, it pays the bills. And I was touring a lot. Like, I was going around, like, yeah. everywhere. Um, I, I, like, worked in, like, just one spot. Like, okay. in the warehouse, and that's all I did. I mean, I tried moving up, but I wasn't really trying that hard. Okay. Um, and then when the p- pandemic happened, and, like nothing was moving like we didn't tour we do anything um i was like okay well this is a sign we're not 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 just a sign but just a like you gotta have something in your back pocket because if this doesn't work you gotta have something else is that like a field safe plan right so at that point i was like okay i'm gonna learn how to be a technician like i'm gonna step out of that comfort zone at work and just become a technician and i moved out to become a technician and then within like two months they are like oh you're like he's serious and they move me up again when usually they have you have to like wait a certain amount of time okay and then in the middle of that you know i was in the middle of the pandemic and then the the location kind of opened up kind of didn't really open up and you know within a year maybe a year and a half i was promoted like three times Shit. Okay. yeah that's good well i ask because i have some family that used to work there so i was just wondering if you knew them but uh i don't know if you were there at the same time so that's why i was asking but just curious same was the same last name no well i'm trying i don't remember which because she got remarried so i'm trying to remember, i don't know her last <laughs> oh, name liz yeah that's my aunt yeah i told her i know so oh, really? liz posted your um yeah yeah, no, she she actually we worked together for a bit. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, so that's my Nick, aunt. Nick, yeah, Nick yeah, 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 yeah. I worked with both of them. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. what I was. Yeah, I f- 
forgot his name. I feel so bad. Sorry, <laughs> DT. She listened. She'd be so mad. <laughs> oh, she's she's one of our listeners. Yeah, she like she's super Ooh. like hyped about Yo, it too. Um, so she's gonna, you, like, you forgot please, my name. <laughs> please, 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 please don't do anything to Jordan. We need him for the podcast, yeah. please. No, she's gonna laugh about that. Uh, that was that was well, my whole question. That was it. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you knew my aunt, that was it. Oh my god. It was just it, like it was just one of those things where it's like. I know I can excel if I put my mind to it, so why not excel now while I have the time to do so? Yeah. Because I'm not touring and I'm not. I don't have so many like, like so much compromise on like doing all these things and and having to do, like I have to set time away for this and set time for this. Yeah. So like I was like, let me focus. Let me just focus on this, and I'm gonna continue to focus on it to see you know where I'm at right. so that I can have a better quality of life. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Back to your question that I rudely interrupted. No, that was no. He answered the question. Oh, okay. He answered <laughs> yeah. the question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can do both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I was just. Um, oh, I thought you were gonna say something. No, 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 no. You know me. I'm just ad lib offset. Over here. <laughs> Get the headphones. No, take the off. Take off. Say something. I'm good. No, I'm talking. You guys. You guys got me all wound up. No, no, nah, nah, I'm kidding. It's just like my anxiety is oh, through okay. the roof right now. All right. It's all good. All right, we'll take the spotlight away from you. <laughs> Are you guys excited for the holidays? Yeah, I'm excited to have work off. That's Thank like God. the main thing. Thank God. We got two days off, so I'm hyped. Oh, man. What are your plans? Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Like Friendsgiving, Thanksgiving, hopping around, and then my mom's <laughs> birthday is on Saturday. I love how you yeah. had to look at the calendar. Wait, always, that. always. Oh, that's why it's always. there. I have to have a calendar, or else I'm like, my life is just gonna be in shambles. I literally oh, can't right. organize myself. You were wondering about my religious background. Oh yeah. Um, we briefly mentioned that you were a church kid. Can you go into that? Because when we were in Dallas, it was like a real revelation. I mean, usually like we'll make the joke like, oh, he's a really churchy kid. Like he was a church, church, church kid. But I was, I didn't realize until we had that conversation. I was like, oh, wait, no, like you were in deep. Mm-hmm. Can, we, can you talk no about No one else was as surprised as she was. She like literally, I'm telling the story and she like sunk back. Yeah, I no. Because like really you surprised. would say you're like religious, right? You're more like the spiritual side. Yeah, I'm not, no. Yeah. More like I know, like you. Yeah. You know what it is. I don't need a structure. Is. Like I, I, I can have that connection straight. You know. So can you talk about how you, you know, started yeah, in that, yeah, and then explain, explain exactly how. Tell us. Deep you're in. Tell us. Tell us how you acquired board and Savior Jesus Christ is my Savior. Yes. <laughs> So, um, so, so you a singer in the church and none of no. that? No, see, that's the thing. Everyone thinks I'm a singer. <laughs> I just give off that energy. I guess. You got that. It's you, your voice. You got that. You you got that lead. You have like a good you got, voice. You got that lead. Would you say I sound like Gibbs? Chata looking. No, no. We don't want to talk about this again. He gives he, he gives up that Anthony Santo vibe like he's the lead. Guy. Wait, no. Let's talk about this before you answer that question. <laughs> what are we talking about? What are we talking we about? Over here? We get it. Let's talk Because okay, so he <laughs> he tells me one day, oh my god, like somebody just told me that I sound like Giveon, and I was like, <laughs> wait, you have never <laughs> sung in your life in front of me, and you sung for a stranger, and then he was like, yeah, they, you know, he, whatever, whatever, and I was like. That makes no sense. He's like, but I don't think that. And then you retold the story differently. She just heard it. No, I didn't know. You wrote it out. It was a text message. So, 
I was in the I was doing repairs, right? And we have like a speaker and I was playing Givian, right? And one of my friends walks into the room, he does he has no idea who Givian is. And he's hearing it and he's like, Who's that singing? I'm like, That's Givian. He's like, Oh he's like, I would imagine that you would sound like that if you Sung. But you did not say that. You said <laughs> someone at like, work honored. told me yeah. <laughs> I sound like Giveon. That's what you said. Same thing. Same it's thing. N- Miss, no. Yeah, yeah, same thing. You know. What? So I was like, wait, you sung oh. for someone? No, you know I would never. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was so shocked. That's such a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, going back to our question. Oh, um, how did you get into the church, and like, was it from your family, or is that something you kind of just? You know, I was a lost, lost little boy. Oh, oh my God! Okay, out. yes. Okay, let's let's go start from Whoa, before wow, you started in the church, deep. because we I always say Chavi has lived a thousand lives. Okay, and he's no. you have a thousand, a thousand. You have. Damn, bro, why you are you making him sound like one he's like fifty-seven hair. years old? I mean, you do not have one gray hair. You have more than one gray hair. <laughs> Damn. Exposure. <laughs> Sorry, on. I got like four. It's all good. <laughs> I just so like keep the beard. He's also fifty-six. <laughs> what do you think? You're never gonna get a yo, gray hair. Age, yo, that's a quick math. What year was I born? If I'm fifty-six. Um, sixty-seven. Sixty-three. Right? 60, no. no. Uh, it's not 67. 67 is 54, and that's my mom's age. So, 66. I mean, 64. That was kind of close. I'm not doing the math. Yeah. I'm just, I, not, I just did the math for we'll you. Okay, for so, so um, yeah, do like a little overview of, you know, your younger days, your wild child I... days. For everyone who's listening, he's not. Fifty something. We're just yeah, no, no, wait, no. no leave it, let it be. Yeah. Let it be. We'll let you guess. Might as well you can be. find out by following me at Mister Chavi on Instagram. There you, there you go. First plug. plug. Yeah. There you go. Good plug. Good plug. Right there. I like that. Um, I don't know. I, I guess when I was younger, I was a little bit of a trouble child. Was uh, into like cars, racing, doing like all kinds of like stupid stuff, and hanging out with Fulando. Yeah, Fulando. <laughs> and, and then, no, like, I literally, not not to say that it's, like, anything major, but, like, I've been arrested, I've been in jail for a couple nights, like, just, like, stupid little things that some people don't experience and some people do experience. But eventually I was just like, okay, my, my dad, you know, married, uh, which is not my stepmom, and she was very religious and she would always have like people over the house and like we'd be learning about stuff so it kind of piqued my interest on hey what's the whole deal with this you know jesus guy like what's what's really going on like why do so many people like listen follow and do all these things so um i started off with just letting like you know when people knock at your door and you kind of ignore them like i actually like let them in Oh my god. Yeah, you talking about the Jehovah Witness Jehovah Witness. Oh my, oh my god. god. So, oh my. We have beef with the Jehovah Witness. Yeah. We, I let them into my heart. So I no, let you them let in them in your home. We talk and they would let them out like, in the teach cold. me stuff. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And, you know, I, like, I listened to them and I tried listening with like an open mind and, you know, it didn't work out. Like it just wasn't something that made sense to me. And, you know, I looked at different religions. I, I learned a little bit. I went to different Christian churches and then. I just ended up like landing on being Mormon. I became Mormon. So isn't that crazy? For, yeah, for that's Mormon, really yeah. that's not what I thought. So fucking insane. <laughs> I thought you'd just be like a Catholic. Like, no, you know, Catholic is what I was. Oh born. no, like yeah. oh, like Christian. Like okay, well, that's like remember, Mormon is when we're little. Like, is religion is forced upon us. Yeah, yeah. but that's like j- Mormon is like. 
Yeah, that's just culty. Yeah, uh, I, I would, I would, I would beg to like it depends. Culty adjacent. Yes. <laughs> there's, there's like neo Mormons, and that's like a whole cult thing. But like, there's like, so essentially, yeah, Mormons are Christian. Like they, they, they're actually called Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Uh, but people refer to them as Mormons because they have the Bible and then they have a Book of Mormon. So they're like, oh, they're the Mormons. Um, but eventually, yeah, like I, I started learning about it. I actually learned a lot. Like I read the Bible a couple times. I read the Book of Mormon a couple times. The whole times. thing? Yeah. I mean, I read the whole thing. Jesus, don't, like, don't cite me now at this point. It's been so long since I read the Bible. But like, yeah. It's a yeah, good but, read. You should pick it up. <laughs> it's a good read. I'm all set. I would, say, I would say it's a good read no matter ass, what. Like, it doesn't matter if you're religious or not. The thing is with the, the Bible, essentially what it is, it's, it is literally just scriptures, which means writing of people before and after Jesus Christ. That's what the Bible is. And it's put together in a book and translated, and then it got mistranslated. And what we have today is what we have today. Right. But essentially, if you, like... A lot of people believe that Christ is coming again, right? Like, that's the belief for a lot of religions. If you were to start writing down, mm-hmm. like, your encounters with what you believe is a spiritual presence, and that gets founded later, after, if Christ ever comes, and people find it, and they put it into a book, hey, guess what? Like, you're in a new Bible now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's essentially, that's that's what the, the Bible is in a nutshell. It's writings of people about this messiah that's meant to come and then writings of people after the messiah came and that's essentially what the bible is that's in a nutshell obviously there's a lot more context in in the bible there's a lot of great messages in there and there's a lot of things that get taken out of context in the bible and that's where you get different factions of religion different beliefs you have people fighting bible bashing all that stuff but yeah i was uh i was definitely a church boy went to church every sunday would would visit people's houses would go with the missionaries to to mm-hmm. give blessings. There's one time we went to yeah, house. Everyone's yeah, everyone's faces right now. Yeah, you guys no. could see everyone's faces. That's it was my face was like that times a hundred. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. There's okay. a lot of there's, there's so many other things that you so can I definitely have a face slammed like the door in your face no. once or twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just they just don't open the door. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. So 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 when you had to walk around, you were like in the white button up with the pants and then that all that. No, so the up. name tag that's for like the missionaries. Like that's for people who are actually. So if you ever see people with the name tags, they're not from here, or they shouldn't be. They're from like a whole different state, sometimes a different country. Here for two years, serving a mission. So those people like, they don't get access to TV. They don't get access to like any social media stuff because like the whole purpose of that mission is for them to like just for those two years out of their entire life to like serve god right and like spread the word right so they're cut like they're in a nutshell like kind of cut off from all outside like connection so that they can just focus on the work so did you cut off no i almost went on a mission i almost did i almost did but it's it's a little different when you are not raised in a church that you're like you're not like brought up to to really been like oh mm-hmm. I'm gonna do this this is what I'm gonna do versus like I got up I got brought up differently and then joined and my like my foundation wasn't you know what other people's foundation was so I never really actually took the step my brother did though oh um, really I didn't yeah, know that Willie you haven't met Willie oh, okay. um, but I he served he right. served in Curacao and Aruba oh my god yeah. that's crazy yeah so like a lot like if I served the mission they could have sent me to China to like somewhere you know around the world for like two years pretty much oh, um, 
But yeah, yes. right. How did you know? How did you kind of? How did I fall from grace? Is that what you're asking? Um, you are in grace. <laughs> you are in grace still. So when was it that you decided that this was no longer for you? That's a great question. It's, I, I would say the next chapter of my life was when I started doing a lot more music, and then, like, I would just start touring, like every week. So like Sundays would be the day I would go to church, and then I'm on a plane on a Sunday, and I don't get back to Monday, and like all of a sudden I'm missing all these days, and then eventually like I just stop going completely, and I think sometimes when you're on the outside looking in, you kind of see things a little bit differently. So like I kind of realized that maybe I, I here's what I'll say: I think some people need religion, some people need organized religion, and some people <coughs> don't really need it. Um, some people truly need to hear like the word of God every Sunday just to keep them on the straight and narrow and then some people have that kind of ingrained in them and I mean they can go but like some people need it some people don't mm -hmm. and obviously if there's anyone who is like religious listening to this you know they're going to be like well there's certain things you need to do to like qualify to make it up to heaven um, and you know who knows like I, I can't speak on my future that far to know if I'm ever going to go back to church or anything like that but I just know that like right now it's just not something that is you know something that I feel like I need to do um, I'm always going to have like a belief that there is a God I, I do believe that I do believe that uh, something came from something right like as much as you want to say that it was Big Bang or rocks or whatever or like you know like at some point something had to start from some type of creation and we'll never have the answer because it's infinite if you really think about like well then what made this and what made this but at some point right unexplainable so whether it's god or some type of higher being something you know so that's just like what i thought like there, there has to have been something so so so, so like i was thinking it's not like a little conspiracy but you mm -hmm. feel like there's a, like extraterrestrial do you think there's people out there yeah Okay. Yeah, you, what's funny is that I think that when you look at, like, the Bible and you look at people's experience, like, people's experiences of what they see in the sky, I think it was, like, probably just, like, I don't want to say aliens, because that's, like, a, like, when I say aliens, I think people think of, like, a Hollywood depiction of what an mm -hmm, alien is, mm -hmm. but what I really think is just, like, we, there's infinite galaxies, there's, there's got to be other life out there, maybe mm -hmm. more advanced than us, and the, the possibility of, like, visiting us without us even knowing is to me likely so i think that not to get too much into conspiracy but just with a little bit of logic i think that you know yes it's possible that there is higher beings out there we might be confusing them with angels or whatever it may be um and who knows if like you know jesus or whatever that you know that whole experience was was someone from a different you know mm -hmm. galaxy or dimension you know who knows but like all I'm saying is that yes, it is a huge, huge like possibility that we're we're clearly not the only ones here. And clearly when we don't understand something, we kinda of fill in the blanks with like it was this angelic, you know, creature or right. like the first time someone saw a kangaroo, the way they described it to mm -hmm. what it actually is, mm -hmm. like they said a kangaroo had fangs and wings, you know, mm -hmm. because they saw it and they were freaked out. Mm -hmm. You know, or like Another one of my favorite things to bring is dragons and dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. So like, drag the word dragon is older than dinosaur. Mm -hmm. So like, you have people in writing saying that they saw dragons 
you know, or whatever, but, like, dinosaur is a word that was created much later, right? right? That could be tied into, like, maybe it was just dinosaur or some kind of, like, you know, dinosaur Mm -hmm. um, because things go extinct after, Mm -hmm. you know, certain periods of time. But it's just our understanding changes as time goes on and we become smarter. Do you believe that there is a heaven and a hell? I feel like that's a that's a tricky question for most people because yeah. Yeah, like, but I, because certain people do believe that there is uh, afterlife. In my opinion, I don't think there is. But yeah. but 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 that's but but that's just me. I'm not saying like I'm not gonna push that again like onto anybody. But like that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, my brain won't allow me to think like religion was never for me. I knew it from the outset, and I I mean I don't judge anyone who like because my my grandma I also had like. Experience. My grandmother tried to convert me and my cousins to become Jehovah's Witness really quickly. But also, like, I did go to like normal like Catholic mass and all that, and I I didn't go as far. I got baptized, and that was it. But I got baptized when I was twelve, so I was like, "This is really have the option." Yeah, and this my mom was like, "We're doing this because your sister's born, and it's the right thing to do." I was like, "You don't even know what this means. Mm -hmm. Like, why are we doing this?" Because it's tradition, and tradition is very dangerous. And I'm like, "Were you even baptized?" And she's, "I don't even think my mom was." Like, it's just, and my dad like. So I consider myself, like, if I had to put a label on it, uh, an atheist. I just, like, my brain is just too rational, too logical to, like, even, like, let it, like, try to, like, you know, explain things away. It's just, like, it just doesn't make sense to me. And But, like, I'm not, like, one, like, oh, you're wrong for believing this. Or, like, my like if you met my dad, he's just hardcore atheist. As mm-hmm. hardcore as you can believe, like, hates religion, like, gets angry, like, willing to d- debate people about anything, like, pull receipts. But to me, it's just, like... If you believe something brings you comfort, that's fine. Just mm-hmm. don't push it on me. Mm-hmm. That's where mm-hmm. I, like, I get combative. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and I'm the same way. I'm yeah. a very like logical thinker. So yeah. uh, you kind of question those like, well, you gotta just have faith, right? Yeah. And it's just like, well, but I just think honestly, science is the under- like human understanding of what those miracles are, right? Yeah. So, like, the more we learn and become smarter and we understand, like, this is happening because these are the things and elements causing it to happen, Yeah. that's not taking away from anything that's happened before. It's not debunking it. It's just we understand it now in our own language. Yeah, through science. giving it a better clarification. Right. As to so, where it's, like, like, people thought, like, oh, the sun came up and that meant, like, oh, that's, like, a god, like, doing something. Like, mm-hmm. no, we know, like, now the, how the sun, like, we move around the sun exactly. and all that. Yeah. Exactly. And that's how I look at it. Yeah. Makes sense. So do you believe that there's <laughs> Answer the question. <clears throat> I'm going to go on the record. I, I don't. I think I we the just listeners want become to know. dirt and I go know. back into what we Source. came out of. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like we're energy. Mm-hmm. We came, they created this energy, and now we're putting it out there. When I mean, we're done, we, we put we, the energy back into there. I mean, we are. We're made of things that are on this planet, so it's like, obviously, like... You go back to like your body gets disintegrated, disseminated into back into that, and you know atoms and molecules. That's what we are. So, and, yeah, and maybe that's that is like the scientific way of like yeah the same. It's all the same, right? Like if you if you boil it down, like if you get if you get buried, you get taken up from the planet, and then you get put up again, and then you get created. Like it's just it's all the same. It's just different words and yeah. like different processes but it's people, all the same thing people say reincarnation other people say some other things but yeah so cool. where do you stand now with religion oh first you have to it's ask her question, question. Yeah. 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 Jesus. Jesus. Please, please. we only asked it three times 
I don't think there's a hell in terms of the way Hollywood depicts it, like fire, brimstone, and like the like Satan, like poking you with a pitchfork mm-hmm, the entire mm-hmm. time. I think that I can like, you know, I don't know. I I think that's that's a question that I can't answer because I haven't died, <laughs> and anyone hasn't been able to really answer that question because anyone who's died clearly hasn't come back, and people who have died and come back, from what I've seen. Say it was just blank, like they were just there was nothing, they were gone. Like, so you know, do I hope there's a heaven? In, I don't believe in hell, so do I hope there's in heaven? Yeah, I hope there's there's some kind of if there is heaven, I hope there is heaven, right? Um, but then obviously, if you said there is heaven, it has to be the opposite, too. Well, here's here's I mean, what I remember mutually exclusive, yeah. So, what I remember from like learning was that hell wasn't like I said, fire and brimstone, it's Anyone who's here, right, according to religion, right? And this is not me saying it, but anyone who's here made the choice to be here, right? According mm-hmm. to, like, the Bible, like, mm-hmm. if you were, before you were, had a body, you as a spirit made the option, like, chose to come and live this life so you can gain experiences, and then, like, you wouldn't remember anything, and then, you know, X, Y, Z. So, if you made the decision to come to Earth, you are already in, like, good graces versus, like, the one-third of the angels who didn't go and became, like, demons or whatever, right? And I'm, I'm clearly talking just based off of what's written. Um, so, essentially, everyone makes it to heaven, but there's what the definition of hell is for what that looks like is, think about heaven and hell as, like, that's infinite, right? Meaning that the goal is to, if you die, that you did good, and you go to heaven, you get to be with, like, god and all the other angels and like probably other family members and stuff and then hell is you go to a nice place still but you don't get to be with god because you didn't make it there right and that's probably fine but when you add in eternity to that that starts to eat away at you and there's no escaping that that's for like eternity and that's what hell is so they say it feels like fire and brimstone like you feel that but it's not actual like fire and brimstone. Mm, interesting. It's an interesting take, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that's that. That's a different perspective. I would not have depicted mm-hmm. something like that because clearly I don't really follow religion like that. Like obviously everybody has that bias assumption that, like you said, pitchforks and fire, mm-hmm. and then when you go up top, clouds and mm-hmm. happiness and all that. So, I, to be honest with you, in my opinion, I think what we're experiencing right now is purgatory. Like, like, you know, as purgatory, there's between heaven and hell. I feel mm-hmm. like this is this is it. Like, like, like obviously, in Chavi's, when Chavi's explaining that, obviously, if you follow the words and you do what you have to do, you gain access into heaven. But I just feel like this, this, like, life in self is hell. Like this I whole, ex- this whole experience of I life. Agree. I think this is it's the closest, really I think it's, this is the closest thing to yeah. hell yes so like, like, like yes, and yes, I think yes, this we're obviously lives. this is like a test yeah. of like and you know you're, you're here to learn and grow and whatever but I think this is like the closest thing to hell I don't really believe in hell yeah but I think like this is the closest because if you really break it down sorry not to pick no, it's if you really break it down I feel like you can get like glimpse of joy and happiness but you can there's always going to be some type of like you know some something some downfall I look at the other round too like you can have a miserable time, but there's always going to be 
that one thing they can make you yeah but in terms of like when you think of like oh heaven and like you know you it's bliss and like happiness at all times but i think in like a more realistic way i feel like this is like the closest thing to hell yeah. like it's challenging i mean yeah. it's a it's i mean living life is not as you know, always I, I i mean i just disagree just because like the odds of you being born is like three trillion to one so like mm-hmm. the fact that you're, we're all here is like a special thing in itself. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to make it a religious thing or just like a common sense, like no bullshit facts thing, mm-hmm. that, those are like the odds. So it's like, yeah, there's challenges, but challenge builds character. Challenge yeah, and, and, and that's exactly what yeah. I'm saying. I'm not saying like, oh, no, it's I'm not. horrible. I'm just saying like, no. in terms of like when you black and white, like heaven, pure bliss all the time, and you look at here, and I mean, you look at Earth, and you're like, oh. Well, okay. yeah. I mean, if you if you viewed in those parameters mm-hmm. like if that's like if that's x and that's mm-hmm. y then yeah i could see it that way but if you don't look at it that way and you're like just the fact that i'm here that i'm living mm-hmm. i have family mm-hmm. and, you know mm-hmm. you're living that like to me mm-hmm. that's like the greatest thing you can mm-hmm. like you because yeah. what's your other option you could not even exist you cannot right. have memories no i agree i agree yeah. yeah so that's why like that's my stance so but i'm also like the most like not religious person like <laughs> i know so mm. <laughs> but yeah yeah so, so where do you stand now with uh the mormons I mean, I love him. Like, there's, there's a lot of. I don't have he, any. He tried to like, set you up. No, he tried to no, set you I just up. said it in a joking way. Like, <laughs> no, no. I, I have no. As uh, our friend Nick, you say, no shade, no shade. <laughs> no shade. No yeah. shade. I have nothing Oops, against yeah. any of them. Like, a lot of them were like family to me, and they still are. It's just in terms of like going to church and doing, you know, all the things I, I did, I don't think I have it in me to do that stuff again in terms of like going knocking on doors and stuff because right. I, I have at this point more questions contradicting it than I did like going into it because I wasn't questioning I was going off of faith right. and not to say that well, I guess you know what I, I, I guess that d- defines everything as like I lost faith right in terms some, of like, someone's eyes like, yeah the, sure the ability to like just fill in the blank with like you know faith versus like now I'm more of a logical thinker yeah and so, others would say oh, okay, oh you woke up Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's perspective. Mm-hmm. But it's like, as long as you feel like you have, like, whatever your connection level has to be that makes you comfortable or whatnot, like, to me, that seems like it's a good space. Because mm-hmm. I think, too, like, not just religion, but, like, obviously, if you're too into something, like, it's not healthy. Yeah. yeah. So if you, like, yeah. it seems like yeah. you, more so, like, you found a balance that works with your life. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's probably the best thing that, like, you could have gotten out of religion, mm-hmm. too instead of being nothing or like too into it like you mm-hmm. found what works for you so that's probably yeah. like the best thing that could have happened yeah and that's what everything's about balance yeah yin and yang mm-hmm. yeah what a beautiful way to go out yes thank you <laughs> i'll take credit for that uh, <laughs> unless anyone's got anything else i think this is it's a great a time to wrap way, it yeah. oh yeah this has been another episode of Is the Hookah Rippin? A great episode. This is a nice, insightful, thoughtful one. Of course. I want to say thank you to Chavi because I think thank he, you, Chavi. he's the reason why. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Not expecting. <laughs> Everyone's like, relaxed. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, it's been great. Thank you for listening. You already know, folks. Appreciate y'all for chi- uh, listening in. Thank you. And now I'm, I'm going to take a couple seconds to all the listeners to all the people who took their time of their day to listen to us i appreciate y'all because to be honest with you we we do this just for shits and gigs and 
we just put it out there and we truly appreciate y'all just legit taking even like 20 30 minutes just to listen in because that right there is just, just we appreciate you guys so much just, just shows you all the love that you guys are willing to and also i appreciate all of my family members that do listen like i truly thought none of them do but I actually do have quite yeah, a few. Yeah, I'm more and more surprised about how many people that I, like actually listen. I'm like, oh shit, you listen to that? Yeah. Okay, well, watch yeah. what I say now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to be honest with you, oh, also all my all my boys, my family member, the people that I know that followed back the IG account too, I appreciate y'all as well. Like, it, to be honest with you, without your guys, probably like not like input, but your, your guys' viewership. We, I'm not saying we probably wouldn't be doing this for this long, but I, I truly, I, tr- I truly it's enjoy this. A lot this. of encouragement and support. I, I truly enjoy this. That. So thank you, Chavi, so much for. Yeah, thank you thank so much you, for coming too. I appreciate y'all, and, and you too, sure. Chavi. Man, you'll be here working the audio. Wearing three hats tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, audio and producing guests. <laughs> but yo, you already know, folks. You already know what time it is. See you Love next y'all. one. Peace. Peace. Bye.